now, introducing the man who couldn't sleep last night due to his excitement about the breakfast that was awaiting him this morning as he says, quote, I'm all for creative uses of mayonnaise and peanut butter, especially now that my wife has barred the dog from participating, unquote. In response to the Orioles' walk-off win against the Yankees last night, he attempted to devise methods to ensure that New York would be unable to play Baltimore for the rest of the season because it was obvious that they were simply incapable of beating them. He is Glenn Clark. I don't want to. I'm just, I don't want to. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I want to go home. I want to do anything other than what I have to do this morning. Hi, Hello, it's uh, Glenn Clark Radio, Friday edition of the program. I'm Glenn, he's Kyle. and Glenn's suffering is brought to you by... Yeah, that's a great point. Today, my misery is brought to you by our friends at Underdog Fantasy Football. Not that I'm miserable playing Underdog Fantasy Football. That's a lot of fun. And uh, you're getting some free money from them right now. You go click on that. Uh, there's two things you can do. First thing you can do... You go to pressboxonline.com slash fantasy. You click on the Underdog Fantasy Football logo. You deposit $10. You get $10 for free. Or you just go to underdogfantasy.com and you use the code PRESSBOX. And it's the same thing. Deposit 10 bucks. We double your money. You're playing fantasy football this weekend. You're playing props games. What did you do last night? four-parter. Okay. Trying to quadruple or 10 times, whatever the word for that is. Uh, my, my, I had a $3 modest bet, but it could win 30. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty nice one, I think until it's not. Right. Um, so I did Christian McCaffrey over 114 and a half total yards, which I think he does that in his sleep. So yeah, it's I mean, like 90 receiving yards a game. I mean, so, I, you're yeah, probably right, right about that. Yeah. I did Darren Waller over uh, six and a half receptions, I which mean, if he catches half the targets he Yeah, had considering they targeted him 37 times yeah. on Monday night. I think that seems yeah. reasonable. Yep. Uh, Debo Samuel. He had a great first game. Over 68 and a half receiving yards. Mm. Boy, that means he needs to hit 69, huh? Exactly. Uh, and then Austin a, Eckler. Looking for after a nice not little getting day. targeted once, I expect there to be a, a bit of a correction there in that uh, regard. Okay, course correction. Over 84 and a half total yards. You know, the Cowboys don't have much of a defense. I hear. So, you know, that could be helpful. Well, look at that. Now, so you played how much on the, all that? $3 <laughs> to win 30 bucks. All right. Well, let's see. Right. Let's see how that plays out. That's I'll make another two dollar one later, and just I'm like, you know, I'm I'm parsing out the, the you play money. The, you play the nickel slots, don't you? Yeah, I'm You're not a big looking, nickel slot. I hate guy. slots, actually. They're the most nah, depressing thing in the world. I don't care for slots yeah. either. <laughs> um, but that's what you could be doing with underdog fantasy football all season long, and we're giving you free money again. Go sign up right now. Use the code Pressbox or click on the logo at pressboxonline.com/fantasy. $10 free when you deposit 10 bucks. As simple as that with Underdog Fantasy Football. Tim from Bel Air is here. Looking forward to this. Oh, God. Slide that microphone a little bit closer, pal. Um, I don't know what. I don't even know how you became sort of like the authority for these moments. He, he volunteered like, to cook the balls. Was that the first one? Was the bull balls? Was yeah, that? That's yeah. the first one. You've, of course, been a part of the family for a long time, but that was the first time that it's you. It's a dysfunctional family. It's it qu- oh, it's yeah. quite. It's quite. We Not have a lot that functions. Correct. We've got quite a few problems. Um, the few years ago, the, the, the payoff to the picks bet was that I had to consume uh, uh, some Rocky Mountain oysters. And uh, Tim was like, you know, I've actually always wanted to fry up some Rocky Mountain oysters. And I said, really? Like, what's wrong with you? And it's just you're a, you're a foodie. You're, a, you're a, a, the culinary type. And you had never done it before and wanted to give it a shot. And so. Scratch that itch. Yeah, we've done that now. And I still can taste that. I, there are that days. That was not the worst one I don't think we've done. No. 
Oh, you think the last one was was worse than that? Yes, I think so. So then he said, by the way, just so you know, I've got nice luge. So if you want to incorporate that into the next payoff, you know, go ahead and figure out a way. And so we did that. And when Andrew Stetka lost in 2019, uh, the bet was that he would have to do tuna fish and sardine shots off, or sardine juice mm-hmm. shots, and then slurry nice. as well off of the ice luge. Uh, thanks to kind donations, we also had to attempt that. Yeah. And um, it was awful. Truly disturbing. Truly a disturbing I, experience. I, I that mouthwashed with whiskey this afterwards. Understandable. An understandable thing to mouthwash with in those situations. Uh, this one, I don't know why this came to us. You I don't remember. found it randomly, right? No, I think somebody, yeah, somebody sent it to me that years upon years ago, there was a co-advertising campaign. Why? I couldn't possibly tell you, but Skippy and Hellman's got together to advertise various peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches that you could make. Was there like a... Was there like a, they were down in sales and they were like, how can we synergize? I I didn't believe it or not. I haven't done my history on Skippy's and Hellman's and the advertising. Big Skippy man in my younger days. They haven't gotten to that on Mad Men yet. Hopefully they will at some point. Uh, This was what the ad looked like. It ran in magazines. If you picked up a copy of, say, Time Life, you might have found this. Maybe a nice National Geographic along with uh, pictures of naked African women. You would see an advertisement for Skippy and Hellman's together on peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Tim, you've made a lot of things in your life. I have. Have you ever made a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich before today? Never. Yeah, yeah. But we're trusting you. You're the uh, you're the expert. He showed me. Uh, it was your first mistake. He showed yeah. me the preliminary <laughs> sandwich. Yeah. And I gotta say, okay with the amount of mayonnaise he used. Oh, Feeling God. good about the amount of mayonnaise he used. So let's go over them really quickly. Throughout the course of the morning, I'm going to consume these six peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Have you decided to determine the order in which we're doing these? Have you? We've determined the first and the last. So the first one is the plain peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich. That's correct. And the last one will be? The hard-boiled egg, onion, and salami. Because why why wouldn't you want peanut butter with that? Why? Why? Why does that exist? It's a really bad chopped basket. The others appear to be theirs. This I'm actually worried about one of them ruining pickles for me. It's, It's peanut butter, mayonnaise, bacon, and pickles. Sure. Sure. That sounds like a that sounds like a way to spend a Friday. Uh, there's the this is peanut butter mayonnaise honey and apples. Is that what that one is? Uh, orange marmalade. Orange and marmalade <laughs> and apples. Which why wouldn't it be? Next one is peanut butter mayonnaise uh, carrots and raisins. That's correct. And then the last one is uh, peanut butter mayonnaise a pineapple and is that a cherry? That is a maraschino cherry. <laughs> Six and open faced. We agreed to that. Yeah, but I'm not sure that's going to be good for you either. Why? You're going to get mayonnaise all over your face. It's going to be I like. I think that's a, part of the. I think that's part of. But what I'm you're saying like here. I think you would honestly be happier to have your roof of the mouth protected from the straight mayonnaise. Nah, it's too much bread. I couldn't eat that much. I'm bread. not talking about your comfort or like yeah, your right. Well, your that's stomach. like comfort matters here and all this. By I the was, way, I remember advocating a cu- for a couple half of sandwiches. A couple of but things we I'm need to talk we're about. We're doing open face now. A couple of things we need to talk about, Jordan. I need you to do me a favor. Do you remember where the bathroom key is? Yes. I need you to make sure the bathroom is unlocked because there is a non-zero chance that I will have to toilet at some point during the course of all of this. All right? Well, that's more of a trash so, can thing, I feel like. I'm not going to toilet in the trash can. We could I'll, do it if we had we to. Might, we might need the trash can over here, yes, because something there might be a reversal for sure, um, but the, just the toilet situation, yeah. I, I would prefer to try to run out. Well... Now, Tim, at that point, you're going to have to talk to Jack Collinsworth, all right? You're going to have to go through and handle that Next man up, Glenn. 
Um, so, so there's Speaking that. Of that. Tim, can you play right tackle? Yeah, yeah. or left tackle, frankly. <laughs> Could you play either of the tackle positions? No. Oh, we're screwed. Okay. All right, we got that going for us. By the way, really weird bit that there was no like follow-up report about Ronnie Stanley yesterday. I'm not trying to say that I think it means anything. I have no reason to doubt Jason Lockenfora, but I just was expecting somebody else sure, to, weigh in. to weigh in and say, and I know Banks did, I guess, a little bit, but like I was expecting an Adam Schefter, an Ian Rappaport, right. James Rebeck. Technically, nobody like even explicitly, we got the information from Banks, but nobody explicitly said that it was the ankle. Yes, yes. Banks was the only one that, that, that said that. Um, I, 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 he didn't practice again yesterday, so I, we have every reason to think that Ronnie Stanley is not going to play, but if Something changes, something changes, and the wording of, of Lock and Forward's report is just enough that there's some wiggle room there that perhaps seems like not for this something week, but change. Yeah. I mean, probably This week not. seems to be a more or less a foregone yeah, conclusion seemed, that he will not I, be I playing. Don't, I don't disagree with you. By the way, we will talk more Ravens. Uh, Bo Smolka, Press Box Ravens beat writer, will check in with us. Jeff Schwartz is going to join us, longtime NFL offensive lineman, and he knows someone who's available. It's his brother. He's still a free agent. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that later on in the show. And also later on in the show, we're going to chat with Jack Collinsworth from NBC as they've got Ravens Chiefs on Sunday night. Um, so we're, uh, we're – oh, I also have to sing this morning. Yeah, who cares about that, though? Uh, I have to perform uh, My Sacrifice by Creed, which is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year. Do you – God, c- Tim, can you explain to the children how effing ubiquitous that band and that song were in the year 2001? That was, what, on repeat? I mean, every it, five songs it would play. I, I've never the, the phenomenon that was Creed at that point. They were the biggest band on the face of the planet, and everyone hated them at the same time. It was just the well, strangest. No, they were bigger. Creed was bigger, but not everyone than, hated them the way everyone. No, hated everyone. It, it, Kyle, you have no idea what you're talking about. I was you're, alive. You were alive. You were like seven years old. I was ten. All right, thank you. It's a dynamite observation. Formative you years. Cer- you were certainly on the forefront of what was going on in the I world. I was a at big HFSer. A little DC 101 mixed in there. Yeah, they both played Creed. Yeah. That was the randomest. They both played it, and then everybody hated the fact that they played it. I mean, it was just the way that the world worked. Uh, so I'll be performing My Sacrifice by Creed, and I will also be performing A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton, which is also celebrating its 20th anniversary. And Vomit ASMR. Correct. There will be a little bit of that in here, too. Uh, uh, Jordan, we good with the, t- the bathroom door? They're unlocked? Yep. All right. Thank you. I have one other thing that you need to do for me. I forgot this was also part of the punishment until literally this morning. I would have utterly forgotten about it. There is a uh, two liter of birch beer in the, the front. I need you to go get uh, out of the fr- front That'll fridge. That'll be downright pleasant compared to the rest of it. Yeah, compared to the rest <laughs> of it. But I still I, I haven't consumed soda. So two liters is a lot, though. No, we're not, it's just a liter we agreed to. We lead, you have to drink to two one, whole liters. Huh? No, one liter. Settle down. It was a liter cola situation, Farva. It was, I want a liter cola. Do we have any liter cola? It's still that a lot of soda. Going for. It's a damn <laughs> lot of soda. And I haven't had any soda. It's like 100 grams of sugar. Kyle, I might die. Like, I might go into some sort of shock. Do you have one of the? What do you do when you go into a diabetic well, situation? Well, your pancreas works, so. Well, you don't know that. <laughs> You're just making an assumption that I have an operating pancreas. If you want so, some insulin, we could really kill you. So I should probably just drink it straight out of the bottle, right? Like, that's better for the, yeah. for the show. But you got to chug it all. I'm not going to chug a liter of birch beer. That's not going to be something that occurs. I'm not going to do that. that but I, unless anybody else wants some birch no, beer no, this morning. No, no, God, no. 
You want, bir- really Tam, you want some birch beer? Only if they have the, the old uh, hut red plastic cups. Oh, those that were the, they were the bond. No, bring so it in. Bring it in. Out, bring it in. Bring did it we in. figure out what it's warm. supposed to taste like? Oh, it's warm. Perfect. Yeah. God damn. I only was able to have it in the fridge for about 30 minutes. probably should have put it in overnight, huh? Kyle, I forgot that it was part of the punishment until literally as I was in the car this morning. Where did you said, happen to find it, just randomly? Stopped at the first grocery store I saw. It Maybe was, everyone has it. Yes, birch beer is a very popular beverage for who? Like eighty-year-olds. Bowlers, bowlers love birch beer. I swear to God, the old Bel Air Bowl, Tim. You know, is what it I'm like an about. alcohol replacement? It was the go-to. Is it like the alcohol substitute for people who can't drink anymore? I don't know. It just people like the taste of birch beer, kid. I don't know what to tell you, man. But like, why? Hey, because it's tasty. Like I do remember it being tasty from when I was a child, but I don't, it's been a long time. Let me see what it smells like. Just take a sip right now. You might as well. I gotta consume. Ha- I gotta consume half this thing. Half? Yeah. He brought two liters. Why? Not? I know. Why, I tend why? to agree. Because but... we agreed to a liter cola. Did I weigh in on this? No, oh, you weren't. You weren't part of the bet. You want to get in next year? You can, you can make the. You can have your I've seen your payouts. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. See, how's it smell? <laughs> it's not worth. Oh, it smells just as birchy as I remember it. What man. is birch? You want to smell, really smell it? Yeah, sure. Why not? You want to? You want to have him pour you a little uh, taster before? No. You don't want to? It's, it's a it's a stronger root beer, is what it is. It's a stronger root beer. Oh my god! Yeah. Could, be, could be a nightmare. End of the show, could real be quick. The end yeah. of my That's good. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about that now. It's been a long time since I had some birch beer. Birch beer is delicious. <laughs> All right, so um, first sandwich we're doing is the plain one. Doing plain. All right, bring it in here. Uh, Jordan is getting pictures and videos all morning of my misery. That's the way that this is going. It's called my sacrifice, actually. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Kyle. I might need you to do a few more of the reads during right. the course of the morning because I'm going to be a little busy. Uh, so I'm gonna hand you the binder over there, and uh, you can uh, you can dig into that. Alrighty. In fact, I, I can tell people that uh, C3 American Exteriors don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. We'll hold that up for the folks online. There we go. Here's the first. And, and got again, uh, headphones there. at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter and Glenn Clark Radio on Instagram throughout the morning for uh, pictures and videos. That's uh, that's how that's looking. This is just, and by the way, the type of peanut butter is? Extra crunchy, skippy peanut butter. What a jackass you are. And you figured the textures would only make it worse. And this was, uh, did you also go with the Hellman's mayonnaise? Indeed. And, uh, well, you that. have to. It's, 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 you know when you eat a peanut butter and jelly Integrity. sandwich? <laughs> and it sticks to the roof of your mouth? How's the heft of that? Oh my god, I feel like this is a pound. <laughs> <laughs> like It feels like it weighs an actual pound. This first sandwich, I'm going to puke. Like I cannot. This is way too much food for me to consume. I think the mayonnaise will just wash the peanut butter down. I'm not so sure. He doesn't really like mayonnaise that much. I don't care for it. It's not something I enjoy. All right. Well, uh, here's the swimming with bow-legged women. Look at all that mayonnaise. This is not a good combination. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why did they ever advertise this? Describe what you're going through here. All right. So, (laughs) it's like... It's like sour. <laughs> somehow, like the peanut, the combination makes the mayonnaise taste sour in comparison. Like, oh, that's, uh, the, the mayonnaise is spoiled, by the way. Oh, yeah. oh, good. <laughs> you did threaten that it was like day old mayonnaise or something like that. Possibly. Ah. Uh, so what are you feeling? Not good. 
<laughs> it's only one bite in. It was not. It was not appealing. Was it I was right not. about the fact that the mayonnaise being uninhibited to the top of your no, mouth it doesn't made it really, worse? It doesn't really do uh, all you that. You had a lot it's, of mayonnaise on your lips. No, that's fine. That's, that's <laughs> just means I get to clean it up later. Here we go. I hope you got a show to do over there because this is going to take a while. I'm enjoying just the, the the experience over here of watching you. Oh. What what can only be described as oh. a just morbid combination. Oh. How's it feel? I almost went to lick that off my fingers, and I was like, "No, it's mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do that." <laughs> yeah, barbecue. I can barbecue. even smell the mayonnaise. It feels like it's so much. It's so powerful. <laughs> I'm gonna need some birch beer. So, how long until you eat mayonnaise again after this? Do you think? Never. <laughs> like, you think this is gonna leave? This is the plain one. This is the most. So you don't think it will be improved by any of the toppings? How I gotta tell you, that birch beer, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go back to being a birch beer guy. Jesus, cigarette smokers have it all figured out. Runs off the wagon on soda. (laughs) This is so freaking good. The old Pennsylvania Dutch folks know what they're doing, man. Oh, that is tasty. I gotta eat this whole thing. Let's see the nutrition facts on that birch beer. Oh, I don't want to know. I don't read them out loud. Do not read them out loud. I need you to know. Hey, it's don't caffeine want. free. So, oh, good. It's caffeine free. Six servings. We got to do three of those. Forty-one grams of sugar per serving. Jesus Christ! How many grams of sugar do you normally eat in a day? Uh, the fifteen percent of your daily value. Oh, I guess the added sugar. One serving is eighty-two percent. I don't know what that means. So I don't know whether they have a different metric for right, total hard. sugar. But technically, according to that, you'd be at I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through six sandwiches this morning. Well, the thing is, you have to. Pick I don't better know. Next you, better, you better have questions that was prepared. Like, that me. was like when um, we, we, we can't let you off the hook here, Glenn. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. How you feeling? No. No? No. No? That's so bad, man. Are you liking it, though? No. <laughs> it no. seems like it's, what is it, something go wrong? It took yes, a turn. The mayonnaise is thick. <laughs> it's so thick. It's too C thick. <laughs> is the crunchy making it worse? Mm-hmm. Actually, the peanut butter is the pleasant part of well, this. Well, yes, that's how that would work. The mayonnaise is so bloody. How much friggin' mayonnaise did you put on this thing? Kyle said to make sure it was a healthy slather. Correct. That was the reason we waited. I didn't trust you. you I'm going to end up consuming all two liters of the birch beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you can you do like a uh, Joey Chestnut soak the sandwich right in, in the that, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we can keep the integrity of the sandwich <laughs> in that way. All right, I guess you should what start. What integrity? I guess you should start preparing the next sandwich. Oh, let's do it. Which one's the next one? Undecided. God, oh, it's it'll, not going to be It'll be good. a pleasant surprise, Glenn. It's not going to be good. I know that much. Here, you can do a read while I... Tim's sandwich preparation is brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia, and the Tyus Bowser Show is headed your way this season as you can join the Baltimore linebacker and his special guest teammates at various locations around town with your chance to get pictures and autographs and hear everything that needs to be said before and after games. If you can't make it out, you can watch the shows live at facebook.com slash Sports or listen to them the next day. The Tyus Bowser Show is brought to you by Express Exterior Design, Great Eats Memorabilia, and Pressbox. Find out more at PressBoxOnline.com. The next one, or the first one, I should say, is Tuesday. Slash Bowser, that is. Uh, PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. It's Tuesday, September 21st at 7 p.m. at Mother's Peninsula Grill in Arnold. Glenn may or may not be there, depending I, on the status of today's I, show. Not even kidding. I nearly puked because of that one. 
We're good. It started to come back up. Jordan, get the trash can closer to me. I need it closer to me. How you feeling, bud? On a scale of one to ten, the discomfort you're feeling right now. That is now. only, I don't even know, what's the sixth percentage wise? 17, like eight, 16, 16. Point 5, seven. I think. I think it's 16.7%. I think that's not true. No, it is. It's 16.6 rounded up. It's 16.6666666666. And then an eighth is 12 and a half? Yes. Um, that's only that much of what I have to do today. Well, yeah. That's why you should have won. Yeah, it would have been a good idea for me to win. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Looking back on it, I, I truly regret that decision. I would have recommended that. Oh. So would you rather eat a tarantula, you think? Yes. It's not as much food. It's the amount of food that's the problem. No, I get I, it. Legitimately, I'm, I'm, my You're stomach full is full. <laughs> I don't eat this much, man. Like, I just don't. Well, you only got five more. Yeah, five more. I'm starting to feel... With not toppings, mind you. I'm starting to feel like sweats. <laughs> I don't even know if you can call that meat sweats. Like, <laughs> this is a problem. This is a real... Something could happen to me medically this morning. We might want to have a medic on standby. He's a lawyer. Oh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> can I sue myself? Is that an option? Yes, I think you Tim, might can be I sue? Can I sue Glenn Clark Radio? All right, we'll make it up. <laughs> that's what he does. Oh, oh, Ooh, that God. sounded good. Oh, God. what was the flavor? I'm sorry, of that? I didn't do that in the microphone. What was the flavor of that burp? Actually, not that bad as the birch beer. Uh, really. yeah, yeah. The birch beer is the so same. So we're gonna cut beer. you off at half, by the way. Oh, I'm not allowed to have yeah, more so than birch beer. You need to start rationing. <laughs> what? <laughs> you need to start what? rationing the birch beer. Oh God, I've the decided. next one. Oh, oh, it does. It's smiling at me though. <laughs> that what is this? The pineapple is, one? No, this is the uh, carrot and raisin sandwich. Oh. God. And if I remember correctly, this was like a, just a weird dollop of What's peanut that? butter in the middle on this one. Is that what it is? I vaguely remember there being something like that. The way they set these sandwiches up aesthetically appeared to be like they put thought into it, but there was also no thought put into it. I don't really understand what they were doing. All right. Here we, here we go. I don't know why. The carrot raisin thing to begin with is... It does look pleasant, though. Like, it, it's smiling at me. Like, that makes me feel less... And you're gonna have go. to chew a lot more because of the carrot. Oh, so much more! I never. I've still. I'm 30 years old. I still don't know the proper amount to chew carrots. Oh God! All right. Well. I'll keep chewing until I, it's like a pulp, and I'm like, I probably could have swallowed this. All right. So I start ago. this one on the on the carrot side, right? Like you're gonna leave frosty alone. Way. Isn't that the appropriate way to do it? I suppose. I'm not sure there's the appropriate way to do any of this. <laughs> yeah, to not do it would be <laughs> the way. To, the appropriate way to do it. Oh God. Jordan, you got questions prepared for uh, Jeff Schwartz later in case you have to be the host of the show? Like, I might die. Like, there's a non-zero chance of, of I, me passing away. I think he'll appreciate what we're doing. No, you don't, I'm not, I don't, you don't have to prepare, prepare my <laughs> questions. I was more joking that I was going to die and you were going to become the host of the show. That and oftentimes I think I their was. guests enjoy themselves more when you're suffering. Oh, God. Some of them there do. There was the Gary sure. Thorne. Gary Thorne was yeah. on the morning <laughs> that uh, Eric and I <laughs> were, were riding the exercise bike as we were doing the show on power level eight. Yeah. Like, if we had just been on power level one, I think it would have been fine. In fact, I've considered the idea that I bring the exercise bike back here for during the day, right? You might like, need it today. Oh, today I'm going to need to spend six hours on the old bike. Jesus. All right. I don't uh, think mayonnaise gets through pores, by the way. What's another? Uh, what, what a uh, slancha. Slancha. Oh, nice. Here we go. Okay. Now, <laughs> that wasn't as unpleasant. Yeah. 
because the mayonnaise is only on this part of the sandwich. Yeah, see, that's why I, I was under the kind of the opinion that we should have had them all. No, he was recreating the sandwiches. Yeah, Thank you. but the integrity of the Skippy Hellman's advertising. You keep saying integrity as oh, though that exists in this context. No, there is. Mm, this side is carrots and peanut butter and raisins, and if I'm being honest, that's not unpleasant. It's not. I wouldn't like, go back to it, but well, peanut butter and carrot is delicious. Right. The other side is where the mayonnaise is. And that's what, again, all of this, the problem for me is the mayonnaise. The rest of it. By the way, Tim, I'm going to advocate now in the future that you've got to use the same amount of mayonnaise for every sandwich, and the first one being the parameter here. So even if they do it like half and half, that just means we're looking at a healthier amount of mayonnaise on one half. This is a bull ass, man. You lost. Um, Proctor suggests I should fold this one like a pizza. No, we're not allowed to fold. Why not? Open face is open face. No, it would put mayo on the other side. Yeah, I didn't get any mayo with that bite. That's why it wasn't awful. I see he wants me to have to have mayo in every bite. But so we're I'm looking for you prime to prolong the suffering as well. No, I have to think about the fact that yeah, the mayo yeah, is coming. Yeah. That's part of the problem. You would just take here. giant bites of a folded sandwich and like gulf it down and be like, yeah, that wasn't good, but it's over now. I don't, I don't know. I've got to be honest with you. I don't think there's any. I Physically, I don't think I'm going to be able to get through these six. Well, Glenn, I got news for you. You have to. I'm going to puke. Like, just be prepared. Well, that's for that. allowed. I'm going to puke. Right, it's going to occur. Here, bottoms up. Jordan, ever had a peanut butter mayonnaise sandwich? No. Do you think today should be a good day for you to try one? No. Right of passage. No. I mean, like, come on, man. <laughs> like, you're here. Kyle tried bull balls. When I he... did. I had a, some slurry. We all, yeah, we all tried some slurry. We all tried some tuna fish uh, sardine. You want us to make you some of that? Yeah. Sure. All right. I don't know if you do, buddy. <laughs> here we go. One more bite before break. All right, I'll give you a mayonnaise bite just so. Yeah. Make it count. Uh, 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 What's the most mayonnaise you've eaten in a day before this? As a child, I ate mayonnaise. Plain? Not plain. <laughs> a monster, are you? Uh, why do people eat this? They don't, Glenn. What's wrong with no, <laughs> the mayonnaise? Just mayonnaise oh. alone. Why is it in the... Mayonnaise is useful. No, it's not. It's, it's useful for a dish's overall composition. Ugh. Most right. sauces are mayonnaise-based. Oh, God. All right. I love we, a good sauce. When we come back in, Bo Smolko is going to join us, Pressbox Ravens beat writer, and Kyle will talk to him, and I'll, sure. I'll keep eating my sandwiches. I'm paying off my bet that I still to come, I'm going to um, musical styling for you. Today's show is brought to you by uh, Mobile One. Mobile One, full synthetic motor oil, helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center Ah! and ask for Mobile One. We'll be right back. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back, and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites, like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on Drag. 
craft, dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Hey, it's KZ. The Press Box Fantasy Football Show is back, as always, on Thursdays. You can catch it at 1130. We're brought to you this year, CCBC and Glory Days Grill. You can catch the show two ways, Facebook.com slash Sports or PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. The slash radio is if you want to listen. On Facebook is if you actually want to see my ugly face. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. DFS, daily lineups, keepers, all kinds of fun stuff. Please tune in, Press Box Fantasy Football Show every Thursday, 11.30 a.m. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on PressBox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, September 21st at Mother's Peninsula Grill in Arnold. It's all brought to you by PressBox, Express Exterior Design, and Great 8's Memorabilia. This is GlennParkRadio.com. Nothing but net. We're back. Uh, Glenn still suffering. Uh, it's actually quite fun. No, I've enjoyed it immensely. Oh! I'm not sure what he's so upset about. I mean, he's getting to eat some delicious sandwiches, which is oh. everybody's dream. Everybody loves sandwiches. What could be better? Uh, today's show is brought to you by Window Nation. I thought it was coming back. You want to tell them about Window Nation's incredible deal that they're offering? Back to school. Two free windows for every two you buy. Wood or vinyl styles. It's so much better than this. You get four free when you buy four. It goes on forever. There's no limit. Uh, get an A-plus in savings right now. Call Window Nation, 866-90-NATION. Visit windownation.com. Tom Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fit. Ah! Hey, I'm going to try to keep doing a show. Thank you to all of you that are getting in here. John from Little Rock says, I don't think I've ever seen birch beer anywhere besides a bowling alley. It was quite popular in the bowling alleys. There's no debate about that. By the way, two sandwiches down, only four to go. And I've nearly puked twice. 
And so it's almost certain that it's going to happen at some point during the course of the morning. Right now, before I... If you I, do it, you got to do them all over again. What? <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, right now, <laughs> this poor guy. I love Bo Smoker. He's got to come on in the midst of all this nonsense that we're doing this morning. Pressbox Ravens beat writer Bo Smoker joins us now here on GCR. Bo, good morning, pal. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm not great. I'm being honest with you, Bo. I'm not great. I'm consuming (laughs) six peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches this morning. You ever had a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich? No, I I saw a picture of it. It looked disgusting. Yeah, if I were you, I'd keep it that way. I would keep it that way. It is truly terrible. It is just god-awful. Speaking of just god-awful, how about that Ravens offensive line, huh? It was not good. Yeah. I mean, it's... uh... It was not good, let's face it. We were concerned about this all summer. You and I talked about this multiple times. Um, you know, and I, I think that, obviously, I think the biggest disappointment was uh, Ronnie Stanley was clearly nowhere near where he wanted to be. Right. Um, you know, he had said maybe three weeks ago he felt good. He felt he could be back at his level by week one and, and would only get better from there. That was obviously not the case. Uh, Villanueva on the other side, I thought, I think consistently there were concerns about him watching him in training camp and, you know, he, he, he got overmatched. And so, it, you know, and then there were other issues with the game, but especially on the edges, that was the biggest problem. And so now, you know, now word comes that Ronnie Stanley has had a setback with his ankle, which appeared to be pretty apparent watching that game. And he's sidelined or likely to be sidelined. John Harbaugh will speak on that in an hour or so. Uh, but it's, it's a, it's a massive problem for this team right now to figure out what they're going to do with this offensive line, particularly at the tackle position. Obviously, they have no choice but to stick with Villanueva right now with the state of Stanley and the injury there. But Tyree Phillips also being out. Yeah. Do you have any gut as to whether or what the breaking point might be if they have faith in anybody behind him to maybe end up taking that job or when they might be evaluating options outside the organization to maybe add depth? I would think they're constantly evaluating options. And they do that anyway, but especially now. I mean, Glenn makes a good point. I mean, let's face it. The other thing that's not talked about really is the whole the backup plan all along was probably Tyree Phillips would take one of the tackle spots because they had other options at guard. But, of course, Tyree Phillips gets carted off, so that complicates things even further. So, I mean, the, only, the backup options at the moment now are probably Patrick McCarry is the only other lineman on the roster, on the 53-man roster, that really can play tackle. And if you talk to anyone on the team, they're going to tell you, or anyone in the organization on the coaching side is going to tell you that he's actually more of an interior lineman. He's not really a tackle. But he's probably going to end up playing tackle right now. If Stanley can't play, I expect they'll probably move Villanueva to the left side. And then Makari would probably be the right tackle. They've brought Andre Smith back uh, on the practice squad. And honestly, I didn't think he showed much at all in training camp. But he's probably going to be a practice squad elevation this weekend. Right. Because they need to have some other tackle in the building if, if, you know, available if something else were to happen. Outside the organization... Sure, they, they can look around, but, you know, there's not a lot of great tackles waiting for work at this time of the year. So a lot of people have mentioned to me Rick Wagner as a, as a possibility. You know, he played for the Ravens then went to the Lions and the Packers, and he hasn't been signed but had contemplated retirement. I, I don't think that any – I haven't heard that anything's changed in that regard. Um, so 
Now, a couple of years ago, they made a, they traded for Eugene Monroe. At this point, are you going to give up future capital to trade for an offensive tackle? With the situation on this team right now, if it were me, I'm not giving up future capital. Um, but those are all the questions that DaCosta has gonna, will, will look at. Uh, we'll talk to Jeff Schwartz a little bit later on in the show. Obviously, his brother Mitchell, another name that's being discussed, but we don't even know if he's you know healthy. We don't even know if that's an option, but we'll talk about that with Jeff Schwartz later. Um, Bo, the you know the, all of this is aside from the running back situation, right? Like this is that still exists. I know yesterday Greg Roman was asked about the fact that they went away from Tyson Williams in the second half, and he deflected and said, you know, hey, we're not we're not just going to use one running back, and we're going to use multiple guys. And I, my gut tells me that the answer is a bit more complicated than that. And considering the the awful whiff we saw from Tyson Williams at the end of the game that led to Lamar Jackson's final fumble. Um, it's probably a more complicated question and probably a more complicated situation that, you know, nobody really has a gut of how it's going to play out, who's going to have the ball, when, how much during the course of the game on Sunday night. No, I don't think they do. And I, and I had asked John Harbaugh as well on Wednesday about Tyson Williams. And, you know, he had 60 or some yards on nine carries in the first half and had two touches in the second half, I think. And I thought maybe he was hurt. I thought maybe because I know one time he lowered his head, it looked like he maybe took a helmet on helmet hit. I thought maybe he got shaken up. He wasn't on the injury report. I asked John Harbaugh. He deflected it as well as Roman did and said, you know, we have four guys. We like them all. So and so and so. Um, I don't really know what they plan to do with them. Um, you know, they've activated Devontae Freeman to the 53 man roster. So in the game on Sunday, I expect we'll see Williams, uh, Murray, and Freeman. I think they'll all play. We've seen in the past that I think, and Greg, Home, Greg Roman said yesterday, we're not going to lean on one back the whole game. That's not how it's done anymore. Um, but I do think these guys do better to get in some kind of rhythm. And Gus Edwards has said that as well last year. So uh, most running backs will tell you that. Um, I really have no idea what they're going to do with them. The thing that strikes me, though, is that, again, you've got two of these running backs haven't been with this team for more than a week. And this idea that you're going to seamlessly run this RPO offense with this uh, kind of mesh point choreography that it requires is, is, is a stretch. So in the end, I think the, the running game becomes much more traditional. Um, and that's not this team isn't built to be traditional, right? They built this team to be what Har- Harbaugh calls revolutionary. They wanted to be different and they wanted to have this RPO based offense that teams weren't quite didn't know what to do with. Right. And then if you take that RPO away, now you lose that deception which is where Jackson is so dangerous. But if you, if you do the RPO stuff, you've got running backs that aren't ready or aren't prepared to run it. So it leaves them really, you know, their, their hands are tied to some extent. And so how they're going to rotate them this weekend, I have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea. Um, Tyson Williams, yeah, we whiffed on the pass block at the end of the game, and he only had two carries in the second half, and I don't know if that was – Related to him getting tentative, I don't know if he was banged up a little bit. He still hasn't been on the injury report for for what it's worth. Um, they had the one kind of mishandled exchange early in the game, um, so I don't know if those things played a factor. If they did, Harbaugh and Roman aren't saying it, and maybe they didn't. But um, you know, Murray Murray was okay, but again, it, to Murray, in Murray's defense, a couple times we got the ball, the the defensive line was already in his right, face. Right. Right. Um, but he, he looked tentative as well. But, again, it's it's not an offense that he's used to playing. And so I, I don't know what more you can expect from them. So it's a, it's, a, it's a serious situation. But we knew it would be 
given what, what's happened with this team. But um, going away from Tyson Williams was a question a lot of people asked, and we didn't really get a great answer. Uh, perhaps illustrating the bizarro nature of all of this best is the fact that the perhaps most productive and impressive unit of all for the Ravens was the wide receivers uh, in Sunday or Monday night's game. Uh, Hollywood Brown now missed two consecutive days of practice. Uh, is it safe to assume he's okay for Sunday night? Is there reason to be concerned about his status? Like how how are we to interpret exactly what they're doing with his practices here? Yeah, I agree with you. I thought the receiver, I thought Marquise Brown had one of his best games as a Raven, quite honestly. Um, and, you know, it wasn't the huge game with the huge touchdown catches like his first game against Miami as a rookie. But it was the way he caught the ball and what he did after he caught the ball. He, he was turning up field with burst. He, caught the, he had the run jet sweep where he turned up field and got the first down. Um, his route running looked sharp. All of those things, I thought he looked really good. He did a great job moving without the ball when when uh, when uh, Jackson got in trouble and scrambling and worked himself open for the touchdown. But now he misses two more practices. And and my understanding earlier in the week was yeah it, w- it would be something where they're going to you know nurse him back and he'd be able to go on Sunday. But I, we'll see. But again, durability becomes an issue if he's going to have a good game and then get nicked up and have to miss practice two out of three days. That's not ideal at all. So I, I you know again John Harbaugh will speak later. Um, my sense at the time was it was not a serious injury and he would probably be able to go Sunday. But, um, you know, the durability of him becomes, uh, becomes a question, but I will give him credit. I thought it was one of his best games. Well, other than all this, Bo Smolka, <laughs> other than all this, things are pretty good. And all the Ravens have to do on Sunday is beat the Chiefs, which they've never done since uh, Patrick Mahomes has been the quarterback. So, you know, other than all that, just a, a nice, easy walk in the park coming up on Sunday night. It's... Right, uh, and that's a whole other issue, right? But let's face it, I mean, so far we've talked about the offensive line, we've yeah. talked about running backs, we've talked about receivers. We haven't talked about how the fact that they lost three second-half leads in that game. Yep. And if you gave Wink Martindale, if you told Wink Martindale, look, I'm the other team has the ball with, at their own 25 with 30 seconds left and no timeouts, and you have the lead. You know, he's going to take that every time, and, and, and they should win the game. And, the, and they couldn't do it. So they didn't get to the quarterback. Um, so that defense, let the offense, for all its problems, the offense put up 27 points, and that should be enough to win if this defense is what they think it is. Um, but they weren't able to do it either, and of course, losing Marcus Peters was a huge problem. But Chris Restry played pretty well. I thought Tavon Young did not play pretty well, but you know he's still coming back. And Wink Martindale yesterday implied that you know he was on some sort of. He made it sound almost like some sort of pitch count, but it really implied that he really wasn't quite back to where he needs to be. Um, but that, you know, obviously that's a disappointing performance from that defense to give up the leads the way they did multiple no times. No question. So, um, and now you've got to deal with, yeah, you've got to deal with Mahomes and the Chiefs, and, and Kelsey will be every bit of matchup problem that Waller was, and Tyreek Hill is, is you know, in a different kind of place, and Mahomes is just Mahomes. He's just a magician. So, um, it's a it's a huge order offensively and defensively, and they knew that they haven't beaten the Chiefs when they've been at their you know when they've been healthy. Uh, it becomes a really tall order here this week. Well, we're gonna find out how it goes. There's not a whole lot else to say at this point, other than we're gonna we're gonna find out come Sunday night. If you haven't picked up the new print issue of Press Box yet, it's available right now. Bo did this month's cover story about Marlon Humphrey and where he stands and sort of the uh, pantheon 
of Ravens defensive greats. Go pick that up today at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find Pressbox or read it all, pressboxonline.com. Follow him on Twitter, at bsmolka. Bo, appreciate you, pal. We'll talk to you again next Friday. Have a great week. All right, thank you. Take care. Bo Smolka, Pressbox Ravens beat writer, checking in with us here on GCR. All right, I guess it's time for another sandwich. Is it ready? Uh, oh, it appears. It appears to be this the This is the, oh. the marmalade one, Lady Marmalade. Oh, man, look at that. Yeah, free a Lady Marmalade. Uh, so ex- uh, this, is, this is peanut butter, mayonnaise, apples, and orange marmalade. Why wouldn't it be? This is a this is a this is a healthy sandwich. This is a well. There's good. There's fruit on it, Glenn. Yeah, right. It's healthy. It's actually weighing my hand down. Like <laughs> you're, you're you normally so strong. You know me. Yeah. I'm normally quite strong. Bone ape tit. Where do you start? I would just dive right in. Uh, the, is the mayonnaise only on this side, or is the mayonnaise on the entire sandwich? It's for you to find out. God damn. What, apple and mayonnaise isn't a good combination? The funny thing, again, is that like this would be a really good sandwich if it weren't for the mayonnaise. I get that, but... Like, everything about this works, except for the... I almost said the F word. That's kind <laughs> of the... I almost did it. Kind of the point of the challenge. <laughs> God, who eats this? You. Thank you, Kyle. really appreciate your <laughs> acknowledgement of the circumstances. Oh, my God. Why? Better or worse than the carrot one? Well, I go, that was the mayonnaise side. Yeah. So, hang on, let me go to this side. Nothing wrong with that side, except oh. you just got some mayonnaise in there, though. But otherwise, yeah, very pleasant. Yeah. That side of the sandwich, that's good. That's a good sandwich, right there. Well, no, I eat that. The one side of it. Mm-hmm. I but would, um, you got two sides of it. I, in fact, just licked some marmalade off my thumb because the marmalade is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I'm not a big orange marmalade guy Why as far as jellies. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. Oh. It's just if I had to choose jellies, no. I'm going raspberry top dog. Mm-hmm. Probably strawberry number two. Strawberry is the winner in every I like a raspberry. Of, re- one, of a regular so. jelly. Raspberry preserve is my is my is my preferred jelly. Um I can't get enough of that birch beer, man. Are we counting apple butter? No, that's not a jelly. It's delicious. It's very good. Yeah, it's delicious. A <laughs> random uh, uh, question: We're listing jellies. Yeah. Do we count? Uh, do we can't ta- count well, lamb no chops on the list? Jelly. Like, There's no apple jelly. I know? have. I, uh, I excuse me. Uh, you're doing your list of your favorite jellies. I was just wondering if we count uh, sneakers. Uh, really nice sneakers. Do they get the count? On and the like list nobody ever does an orange marmalade jellies. and peanut butter He's sandwich. Moving right past it, isn't he? He's just moving right past it. Have you ever done peanut butter and He's orange marmalade it. as a sandwich? Aside from this. Like, could you do it as a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and it, would I mean, it qualify? It would, yes, 100%. I, I have what it. is a marmalade? That's a good question, Tim. <laughs> what is a marmalade? I know that. Uh, you're the food guy. Hey, what'd you do? Uh, this was a first-time opponent. What'd you do for Vegas? What was on the menu? Uh, Tim, uh, t- say it in the microphone. Tim, uh, if you don't know, Tim does this thing at home where he uh, puts together a menu for each Ravens opponent mm. city. So this was a first-timer. That it was Vegas, and Vegas was it? Did you go like a prime rib? Did you go like a? You try to recreate like a buffet? Uh, that would have been the goal, but yeah. I did nothing. Oh well, thanks for. <laughs> I, what a I trial the next morning. What do you have a setup for that? Damn man! Now, my was... question for this week: Is it going to be burn ends? New York the... strips? Is it going to be burn ends? It's or is burn it ends. Be Italian. It's 
Italian, you say? It was a huge. It was a uh, the, the farthest west that the uh, uh, the mafia used to go. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, it's a big I thing. I never knew that. I would think Italian. Could just be ketchup for Mahomes. I think with Italian, you would save for when it's New York, though, right? Like, oh, oh no, there's no New York teams, Glenn. <laughs> that's they New, play Jersey. New Jersey. Well, that's more Italian. Oh, correct. I mean, like I married I'm, a Jersey Italian. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, no, you got to go burn ins. This is the plan. I think Kansas City. I think burn ins. That's what I think. Like, why don't I just do it all? Yeah, it sounds like. Yeah, a okay. Show. You can also do that. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to tell you not? Can't to? wait for Detroit. You know what you could do? You could do a little mayonnaise and orange marmalade. That's I will a, not be doing oh, that. That's a real shame. So, um, so you you don't want to try it? You don't want to? No. Okay. Weird. How Last that time works. I said yes to that question in the studio. Yeah, it was bull balls. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Did, did you wait? Did you try the slurry? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I didn't lose the bet. <laughs> Smart man. Well, I didn't lose the bet either. I did it for the kindness of the helping up mission. I donated. Was, you did. You were a good. You to were not a very good. Do the, to not do the slurry. slurry. Yeah. All right. Let me make this payment so I don't have to try it myself. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Oh, oh that is terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at all that marmalade that's on my finger, though. He's gonna love the next one. Which is the bacon uh, and pickle, the correct? The bacon and pickle, correct. I'm a little bit worried about how this is going to affect... Should have bread and butter pickles. Yeah, uh, I think no, so. You should never, ever in your life do bread and butter pickles. Which is why Although, I actually, done... no, I kind of think Dill's funnier because he loves them so much. So uh, it's like, it's the it's the dissonance Have involved. you tried the Hers Creamy Dill chips yet? I did not know that existed. Ooh, Sounds pretty good. I'd get right on that if I were you. I would get right on that. All right, um, which song do you want me to do first? Hmm. Yeah. Flip a coin, I guess. Really I gotta be honest with you. I had a, I felt a little tickle in my throat this morning. It's related to allergies. It's not related to jo- Jordan tried to yeah. give us all COVID a couple yeah. weeks ago. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Jordan. Really appreciate that. But we got tested and yep. we're good. He's a sheriff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks to the college kid. We bring a college kid in here. He's like, oh, by the way, here's my COVID. Thanks, pal. I think I think we do Creed first. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how how coherent you're gonna be after three more sandwiches. I'm telling you, if it weren't for the tickle in my throat. This might be the last time on the show because I might have been hired to, to sing for a Creed cover band. Because there was, are so many of those. I was practicing in the car a little bit on the way here. I was like, I can do this. I can do. I uh, I the people have a theory. So I don't know if you uh, uh, did you care for the um, the Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga uh, remake of uh, Star Is Born? Did you care for the picture? Uh, I did not watch it. Yeah, it the was the, 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 the song, the of course, great. quite ubiquitous. Yeah. So there is this theory floating around. I know my buddy Kevin Van Valkenburg uh, was one of the proponents of it, that Bradley Cooper can't really sing. He just got away with doing his Eddie Vedder impression for the totality of the run of that like film. Like when they were doing all the award shows and stuff, he was just basically trying to be Eddie Vedder, and that's the way that he got away with it. I think most gentlemen can do an Eddie Vedder, and I think most gentlemen can do a Scott Stapp. Like, it's very bold, it's very, like... I think you can do it. Now, the problem is you don't have the electric guitar of, um, oh, God, I wish I could remember the guy's name, directly into your veins. Because yeah. if I had that, I swear to God, I would breathe rock and roll. Be quite I mean, the science experiment. I would like to see how that would go. All right, so we're going to do my sacrifice first. And Tim, I might request a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with the marmalade and the uh, peanut butter at some point. I can make that happen. Just to you see. can make it for yourself. I'm producing the show. Is that not important here? Mm-hmm. I have to do all the reads. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do it through the, speaking of which, why don't you tell somebody about something? All right, I can do that. Do right that. I can well, do that. Uh, Project Game Day will maybe feature Glenn on yeah. Sunday night. Oh, I got a little night, something on my nose, you're depending telling me? On that's, a, that's just cocaine. It's not a little. Don't worry about that. Like depending on how he survives today, Glenn might be in studio Sunday night. During the course of the Ravens-Chief matchup, and at halftime and postgame, 
for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach speak, and fluff of your typical show? Do we have any wipes in, in nope, here? Can you, look, can you look around in the kitchen day. for some wipes? Glenn Clark, again, maybe with you at halftime. And he's once again joined post-game by your favorite analysts like the NFL chicks, Rita Hubbard, Ken Zalas, and more. Who's it on Sunday night? Ken Zalas. Watch the show at facebook.com slash pressboxsports and listen at pressboxonline.com slash radio. Pressbox's Project Game Day, every game day, brought to you by Glory Days Grill and Window Nation. I have some marmalade on my shorts. Good. Just as you drew it up. Yeah, I got to clean that up a little bit right here. Oh, good wipes. That's what I need. Thank you. All right, well. You have um, the, uh, the guitar, Jordan? Yeah, yeah, Jordan. <laughs> have you been practicing? This is your moment. I have. This is your moment. Good. Um, Jordan, does Creed mean anything to you? No. Yeah, he's way too young. Probably for the way best. too young. Yeah, for, by <laughs> the way. Um, oh, God. This is the whitest meal that anybody could ever consume. These six peanut butter and mayonnaise. I think that's not true. Name a whiter meal than this. I think there are plenty. Name one. Let me think about it for a little, and I'll get what back you to say? you. What did you say? What did you say? Crackers and cheese whiz. That's pretty, pretty white. white. It's pretty white. People, White people do love tuna fish. You know what? Yeah. Tuna fish is pretty white. You're yeah. not wrong about that. Um... But because I'm consuming the whitest meal possible, we figured we'd also uh, uh, take in the musical stylings of the whitest songs uh, of all time, celebrating their 20th anniversary this year. First up, um, I don't remember what the name of the album this was. I, I don't. But Weird. You normally was, are really up on Creed albums. I mean, it was huge, dude. It was massive. I think I got some marmalade in my soul patch. That's why I have it there, though. Is Flavor to, saver. Correct, is to yeah. keep the marmalade. I'm going to do my best to, to get a little bit of the music in the background. I don't know if that's actually going to work or not. I'm sorry. We don't want to make this good. Well, I, people might. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. What, what do they care? The point, yeah. is, the point is that I suck. Here we go. Uh, this is My Sacrifice by Creed. By the way, the intro to this song, rock and roll will never die. <laughs> oh, when it hits... These kids know what they're talking about with like the bass dropping. This, this is. Well, they idiot. play this at raves still. They should. Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh God. Oh. Jordan, put your lighter up. This was a, this was a pretty good. I do remember this playing on the radio all the time. It was <laughs> ubiquitous, bro. Oh. Quite the speaker system you got there. No, oh, my friend, we meet again. It's been a while. Where should we begin? Yeah. Feels like forever. Within my heart of memories, a perfect love that you gave to me. Oh, I remember when you are with me. I'm free, I'm careless, I believe. Raise it an octave, see if you can do it. Above all the earth. I can't do that. We'll fly, this brings tears to my eyes. My sacrifice. Kyle's singing along. Kyle's singing along. He's feeling it. Rock and roll will never die, ladies and gentlemen. The Creed wasn't as bad as they said. Oh, oh, this song is everything. We've seen our share of ups and downs. Oh, how quickly life can turn around. In an instant. It feels so good to reunite 
within yourself and within your mind. Let's find peace there. Just know the lyrics. When you are with me, I got the lyrics up. I'm free. I'm careless. I believe above all the others. We'll fly. Yeah, there it is. Feathery. This brings tears to my eyes. My sacrifice. This is where it gets hard. Oh, it gets hard here. I just want to say hello again. Just wants to say hello. We could do that. I just want to say hello again. Could have done without this, personally. What, this? Yes. Oh, this is the best part of the day. <laughs> Wait, eat the sandwiches? <laughs> yeah. Because when you are with me, I'm free. I'm careless, I believe. Andrew Skalski's enjoying this. He says, sing it, Above friend. all the others will fly. This brings tears to my eyes. When you are with... Jam out, Jordan! I'm free. I'm careless, I believe. Lighters in the air! Lighters in the air! Above all the others will fly. This brings tears to my eyes. My sacrifice. I just want to say hello again. I just want to say hello again. He's having too much fun. Oh, his song's such a jam. My this is like me with Hero. I'll be happy to sing Hero, you know? I appreciate it. I think I deserve a round of applause for that. Well, I think that was. Let's have some sandwich. I think that was maybe my strongest effort in the history of the show. Glenn's uh, crooning, and well, today's show is brought food. to you by Glory Days Grill, who I assure you would yeah. never think of serving you anything never. like Glenn is eating. Uh, the popular Oktoberfest menu is back. It features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets hand breaded in between, or in herbed panko and pan fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted veggies. Their menu also includes your favorites like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. And all these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine on their patios or in their dining rooms or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. Jeff Schwartz joins us next. We'll talk about the Ravens' offensive line. I'm halfway at home. It's Glenn Clark Radio. 
C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to C3America.com for a free analysis. I've driven my tractor trailer millions of miles and I've seen it all. The next time you change lanes when driving, remember, because of the sheer weight and size of my truck, I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and brake suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. I love you more than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than snowballs. But not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Once again this season, PressBox's Project Game Day is the destination at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach speak, and fluff of your typical show? Tune into Project Game Day. Glenn Clark is with you at halftime, and he's once again joined postgame by your favorite analysts like the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard, Ken Zalis, and more. Watch the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports and listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash Radio. Pressbox's Project Game Day, every game day presented by Glory Days Grill and Window Nation. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the Fresh Food Fest, beer, wine, and spirits, showcase and so much more come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the maryland five star at fair hill october 14th through 17th buy your tickets now at maryland five star.us with the number five tweet us at glenn clark radio 21st century talk radio at glenn clark radio.com hi back in here on gcr where i'm surviving I'm still alive. I haven't uh, perished yet, so I got that going for me. If you missed it uh, this week, we did the Press Box Fantasy Football Show on Wednesday. It'll be back on Thursday of this coming week, 1130, every Thursday morning, facebook.com slash pressboxsports, pressboxonline.com slash radio. Oh, I'm starting to shake a little. I'm starting to shake a little. That's not a good sign. Pressbox Fantasy Football Show is brought to you by CCBC Glory Days Grill in the Maryland Department of Transportation. <sighs> I'm, I'm feeling... My my face is hot. My whole body is a little. I'm a little nervous about where this is about to go. I'm, I'm three peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches down. I still have three more to consume during the course of the show. Joining us now, uh, let's talk a little bit more about the mess that is the Baltimore Ravens offensive line. This man knows a thing or two about offensive line play. 
Of course, uh, now he works for, I, I believe it's everyone. I believe he, he is currently employed by everyone in the world of media. He's former NFL offensive lineman Jeff Schwartz, and he's back with us here on GCR. Jeff, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you as always. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Yeah, glad to be here. And uh, look, you're not as big of a mess as, as the Giants coaching staff is right now. Maybe. So that yeah, that be. might be. You might be right about that. But it's there's a, there's an argument that can be made that it ain't that far off. Uh, hey, Jeff, but before we get into that, uh, I would assume that you're a man who's, a, who's, who's, I'd like to think of you as an adventurous eater. Are you an adventurous eater yourself? Yes. What's the strangest thing that you think you've ever consumed in your life? Oh, um, you know, I've had, I've had like um, crickets before. Okay. I've had, I think I've had ground, was it, not, was it, not was it, was it kangaroo. I had some weird ground like meat a okay. times. Um, what other weird things? I so there's a, a sushi restaurant. You can order the the amayebi. It's like the sweet shrimp, and they're basically like live shrimp, and they're they're raw, and then they, they serve you the head. They serve you the head with them. Wait a and second. So like you eat this fried head, and I love it. Wait, wait. You said you said, but they're they're live. Well, they're not. They're just not. They're they're not like they're not cooked. Like when you oh, like. All right, that's a little. So different. yeah, and it's delicious. Um, all, right. all right. And uh, and they come with a fried shrimp head pretty good all right so we've um the next the next uh, we do the the season-long picks contest the wacky radio bits you know you're a radio guy now you know a thing or two about these um we uh we did uh the this one this season is going to involve the loser is going to have to consume a uh a a tarantula is going to be the loser of this year's bet i've done i've done the crickets before i've never done uh, a tarantula this past season i was the loser and I have to eat six peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches with various accoutrements. Um, your thoughts on peanut butter miserable. and mayonnaise? Yeah, it's truly awful. Um, the next yeah, one, that's, I'm the, sorry. Ne- the next one that's staring at me is peanut butter, mayonnaise, bacon, and pickles. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I just I just don't do. I just I just wager money instead of. of yeah, well, like you know, that. not all of us made NFL money. You know, not not all. Of us I mean, got, most people most people will be good for like a hundred bucks. I'm oh no, I assure you, it'd be. Yeah. I'd far rather. I would far rather if you, if they offered me the option of paying a hundred and a couple of hundred bucks to get out of doing this this morning. I would have done it with bells on. It would have been a wonderful choice for me to make, but sadly, was not the option. All right, uh, let's talk about the uh, the Ravens mess. Um, were you were you surprised watching that on Monday night, or were you like a lot of us saying when they signed Alejandro Villanueva, what the hell are they doing? This guy wasn't any good. He's never played right tackle before, and he's not a good run blocker. What what is the thought process here? Well, there weren't many options, right, for right tackle unless you went in the draft. Um, you know, my brother hasn't signed anywhere. I'm not sure he's even been on a visit anywhere. Uh, you know, what were the options at right tackle? Uh, and so he ended up being the best guy. Now, I believe he's moving back to left tackle this week while, yeah. while, while Ronnie's out for a little bit. And that's, you know, that we saw that with, like, Panay Sewell on a smaller level, right, where Panay Sewell, the Lions uh, rookie draft pick, you know, he was really bad at right tackle, moved back to left, and was much better in his week one game. So, uh, you know, so to me, you know, there there are, you know, maybe moving him back there just for whatever purpose, uh, you know, for a couple of weeks will will be helpful. But yeah, he looked he looked bad. And, you know, some of the issue was he just he wasn't punching anyone. It was just it was very odd. I, I was surprised to see him play that way. Um, and really, the offensive line, Stanley didn't play very well. Phillips got hurt. Right. I mean, there's a lot of concerns I think with that offensive line. Yeah, a lot of concerns. There's no doubt about that. Um, and, and to your point, I kind of brought that up yesterday. Like, 
if I have to play Alejandro Villanueva, I'm, I'm probably better with him playing left tackle than right tackle. But unfortunately, that means that Patrick McCary has to play right tackle. And I don't know, maybe there's some argument to be made that at least we don't know he's terrible yet. But we have no reason to think that he's an NFL right tackle. And all you got to do this week is go up against Frank Clark and Chris Jones. So, like, hey, all, all good, right? Like, no problem yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, and so it's going to be a tough matchup this week. And, you know, I'm not even as concerned about their offense. And their offense, by the way, has not played well against Kansas City for the most part in this match of the last couple of years, right? If, we, if you've seen, you know, what they've been able to, to do. And, you know, the, the game was two years ago in 19, ended up being close. But remember, yeah, it, was, it right. was an ass-kicking. It was an yeah, ass-kicking that they made it look yeah. close. Yeah, Correct. yeah, and, you know, Lamar had, I call, I call them arm punts, right? He just kind of throws the ball up in the air yep. on third down and someone caught it. Um, and so, you know, if you're looking to win this game, uh, the matchups just have not been good on either side of the ball. And the thing that I'm most worried about if you're a, a Ravens fan right now is defensively, look, when you, when everyone knows you're running zero pressure and a bunch of cover one and you have great corners, uh, that works, right? Because you have great corners. But those guys are hurt right now, right? And so you're asking guys that aren't as good to play the same defense that's very tough to do when people know it's coming. And there just has been no adjustment defensively. And I think you have to worry that with the Chiefs coming into town – you know, Pat Mahomes is averaging 378 yards passing in three games against the Ravens. Um, but other than that, I don't know why that's any different this weekend. Yeah, I don't know either. Jeff Schwartz is with us, of course, Sirius XM as well as Fox Sports. Uh, Jeff Schwartz is par- smarter than you, the podcast. Uh, Jeff, let me come back to that for a second because you brought up your brother. Obviously, I'm sure you're not surprised. His name has been mentioned quite a bit by Ravens fans throughout the week. Um, do you know where he is, like health-wise, and how how ready he would be if the Ravens were to decide to give him a call this week? I know he's rehabbing still, but I, you know, he's putting out cooking videos and putting out daily breakdowns. I don't, I don't know how we close would, he is we wouldn't that, want to interrupt so. him from that. We wouldn't want. To no, we would definitely wouldn't want to do that. Um, look, he hasn't he hasn't been anywhere, obviously, and um, and there's probably you know reasons for that. But you got you have to ask him in the end what you know what his what his goal will be. Um, you know, for for playing this year, but you're, I, I don't really know. Yeah, you know, I get that. But your bet would be that if like he were to get the call tomorrow, he wouldn't be ready to say play in in week three of the NFL season. You don't think that would be? An, I, an I'm immediate. sure he's gotten. A, I'm sure he's gotten a lot of calls, and I I would I would not think he'd be ready to play in a week and a half. That's no. that's that answers that question. So it doesn't yeah. mean that it couldn't be an option at some point. I tweeted that out mostly just because I want to call my brother ugly in a in a nice way. Well, that's, so that that's, was I, yeah. I support. I, that. I, and I got it in. I I support that 100%. Any way that you can go about doing that, I am in favor of you calling your brother ugly. Exactly. Thank you. Um, So, Jeff, back to what you were saying about the defense. I I completely agree. Um, It's a weird spot to be in. They have, post-Terrell Suggs, just not been able to find someone who can consistently win one-on-one matchups and get quarterbacks on the ground up front. And... You know, I, I I thought Justin Houston made some sense, certainly at the price they got him. They didn't have to commit all that much to him. And, you know, he had a moment on on Monday night where he he looked like Justin Houston again, and that was pleasant. But I, I think it goes without saying, this defense can only be so good if they constantly have to scheme their pressure. Because as you pointed out, without Marcus Peters back there and, and without Jimmy Smith back there, and they have hope to get Jimmy Smith back at least, um, Mar- Marlon Humphrey can only cover one guy. Like, you can't. That you just don't have that option of saying, hey, we know these guys can hold downfield. I don't think this can be a great defense unless somebody turns into someone who consistently win one-on-one matchups up front. I mean, which defenses are, are good without winning, you know, without a pass rush? Hard to find them, right? I mean, that's part of, 
Because when you can rush the pass, you can keep more guys in coverage, right? And keep more guys in coverage allows you the opportunity to obviously have much better uh, you know, matchups and, and help people. When you don't do that uh, and you kind of are not giving it away, but people know you're running that zero pressure, it's really hard because teams will just run a bunch of man coverage beaters. We saw, oh, we saw Vegas do it. We've seen the Chiefs do it in the past. And there's just not a lot of, of um, multiplicity. I don't even can't say, can't say that multiplicity. Word, right? there's not a lot of, Yeah, there's, was... not a lot, there's not a lot of, you know, the Ravens aren't doing a lot of different things, right? They're not, they're not you know, molding their game plan around, you know, who they're playing on their personnel. And, and look, this is not, and, and just to be fair, this is a problem that a lot of teams have, where coaches run what they run and they're going to run what they run. And we, we've seen the better coaches, Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, you know, they're more flexible, right? They, they're able to do different things when, when, when the situation calls for it. You know, they, of course, have their base concepts. But most coaches are like Wink Martindale. They have their system, and they're going to run it. And they're going to think their players are better than your players, and they're going to make a play. And we've had three games against Kansas City. They've done the exact same thing three, you know, three games in a row. I don't know why you expect it to be different this weekend. <laughs> Yeah. Know, people, oh, let's just run zone. Co- well, they, they're not really a zone coverage team. Yep. That actually would probably be worse for them, right? They'd be in a situation where, where they're doing something they're not, they're not at all used to doing. Um, and so I just can't see this game being much different than we've seen in the past. I mean, the Chiefs, I was hoping the Ravens were going to win because I wanted a better number on the Chiefs. Um, but <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm rolling with the Chiefs here. Uh, and then the Ravens are 0-2. And What's interesting is, you know, in the past, 0-2 teams, I think, made the playoffs like 10% of the time. Right now. But because of the extra, yep. the extra game this year, all those numbers are thrown out, right? Um, so an 0-2 start is not what it used to be. And, you know, the Ravens can get some guys back healthy in the offensive line. Obviously, defensively, they're not getting Peters back. Um, I'm not so concerned about the, the running back situation. I mean, the Niners run an undrafted free agent every week, and they get up 200 yards on the ground. It's not about the running back. It's about the scheme and – you know, I thought they tried to throw the ball a little bit more early on. They kind of got a, not, not got away from what they've done, but it looked like more of a, a passing offense, which is good to see, I think, early in that game uh, against, uh, against the Raiders. But they just have to find a way to do things different against Kansas City. They, just, they haven't done that. I was going to go to where you just kind of went next, Jeff, which is um, I, 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 at 0-2, there will be – if and, and look, I – this is the NFL. Goofy things could happen. They could figure out a way to win this game on Sunday night. Crazier things have occurred. But the mo- the reasonable thought is that the Ravens are likely to find themselves sitting at 0-2. Um, there will be a lot of panic uh, around these parts. And there will be people that will say, oh, the season's over and all of those things. I, I am kind of where you where you just went to, which is 17-game season. Um, combine that with the fact that you still have Lamar Jackson as your quarterback. And that you are likely to get a couple of pieces back. Hopefully Ronnie Stanley and... You know, Jimmy Smith and Derek Wolf and all those guys. Like, I, it will as as bad as it will feel and as difficult as it will be to believe that you're a team that's a threat to win a Super Bowl. I think there will be a lot of hyperbole that will be unwarranted about the idea that it's a complete disaster and that the season is spiraling spiraling out of control. Well, of course they're going to say that, but look, part of what makes success of a lot of these teams, um, and really, of course, the example is always the Patriots. But the Chiefs are in this territory. I think they're getting in this territory. Is the continued success is very hard in the NFL, right? We see that for a couple of years, teams typically have success, right? We've seen all over whether it's even the Broncos with Manning, right? It was like a four-year window, three-year window 
of, of the Eagles had one year of success, right? I mean, so it's hard, you know, the Falcons, even in 2016, right? One year of, of success. The Panthers in 2015, one year of, of true success, right? Like it's, it's hard to sustain winning in the NFL, and it makes me appreciate the, the, the teams that do. So if the Ravens do take, a, do take a step back this year, it's normal they do that. The question is, how do they come back from that, right? How do they make sure that one year doesn't become two years? And again, a, a quote-unquote bad year might be, what, nine and eight or ten and seven? And it's weird doing the, the, the other math now. Um, but, you know, it's, it's not really about – and I know it's hard as a fan base to be patient – but Harbaugh has shown the ability to adapt, right? You know, he went from, you know, kind of a traditional offense to more with one with Lamar Jackson, and he's, he's added pieces to help Lamar out. You've had injuries in the you know, wide receiver, a cornerback, an offensive line. Like, you've had a lot of injuries so far. So you just have to, even if the year doesn't go as planned, you have to hope that it's really next year, right? Next year, making sure that whatever happens this year, it doesn't sound like it's the Ravens' year, right? Again, all the injuries and, and whatnot. You know, maybe this is a year where you just, you struggle through it, but it's about next year, right? Are you are you are you able to to fix the issues and it might just be health into making sure you're able to make the run next year as well? I mean, I I hate I hate the idea of punting on any season, but I understand what it is that you're saying. Well, of course, I'm not saying you punt on the right, season, right. but as a fan, but like I I get to look at it from the from you know from the bird's eye. Right. Because like, I'm not a fan of the Ravens. I'm just. I love football. <laughs> yeah, but you might be in night. two weeks if your brother signs here. We might have to yeah, make I, you a ring. I, I told fan. you, Mitch. Mitch is going to sign with which whatever team I hate the most, just to piss off the fans. <laughs> and I and I don't I don't really hate the Ravens, even though Ravens fans probably think I hate Lamar. I was wrong about him. He's been much better than I thought he would. Um, so you know, it's just it's it's easy for me to say that, right? Like, hey, just you know, if you put, if the season sucks, just you know, hope next year is much better. But they've shown the ability to make that happen. But that's part of what's tough in the NFL. If you play, if you you know, they're going to pay Lamar Jackson, in my opinion. Well, then you pay Lamar, and then it's okay. Can we afford other players to help us right. out? Right. That's right. what makes again the sustained winning of other programs, yeah. other franchises, very tough to do. And you have to commend, you know, franchises that have done that for so many years with paying your quarterback so much money. It's why look, it's you know, talk about the Browns, right? If they pay Baker Mayfield, what becomes of their roster situation? What becomes of the Ravens' roster situation if they pay Lamar Jackson? These are all things that have to be discussed. And they're going to pay Lamar. I mean, they're they're why would they not? It would be foolish not to start yeah, over again. Correct. The quarterback, like right? they're going to you got pay Baker. Right. Um, and and so it's a matter of what you do after you do that. And again, this year feels kind of cursed. Maybe it's not, um, but it's. I think it's all about what happens after this year. How concerned? I mean, obviously, you hope he returns to 100% healthy and that this is just a moot point in five to six weeks. But how concerned do you think Ravens fans should be about Ronnie Stanley? And are you confident that he will return back to his all-pro level whenever it is that he is fully healthy? Um, so, you know, we looked at Taylor Wong last week for the Titans. He, he struggled mightily coming back from his injury as well. And I just wonder if, if part of it is just just coming back from injury is tough. And we even see guys that, you know, Dak Prescott, right? He, his shoulder didn't look quite the same. He wasn't definitely running as normal. He played well. Saquon Barkley last night, very clearly not 100%, right? right. Um, and so I think it just takes time to overcome injuries and to, and to rehab and, and whatnot. Did, and did Stanley play all in the preseason? Uh, no, 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 he no, he didn't. Yeah, so you know, he had no preseason reps. Like, I think that's part of just kind of no preseason, coming off injury, you used to playing again. And this is why I think preseason reps are so valuable. If you look at the Chiefs, the Patriots, 
like some of the, the long Mike Tomlin, some of the long time successful coaches in the NFL, they play their stars in the preseason for a reason. Um, and I think part of that is, Hey, and, and Stanley might not have been available. I don't, I don't know his, what his status was for, for training camp, but it, you know, I think part of it's just reps. Like I think it's way too early to be like, Oh, he's, he can't play this year. Like just, I know he's out this week, but like, let's just give him more than one game to see how he's going to be this year. I think it's fair. I think it's very fair to say like, let's, let's, let's let that breathe a little bit. And then we'll worry about Ronnie Stanley another time. Um, uh, Jeff, do you want to know what a peanut butter mayonnaise bacon and pickle sandwich tastes like? Do you have any interest in finding that out right now? Um, I am, um, this is going to, this is going to be upset a lot of your listeners. I am uh, anti peanut butter. So it's weird. It's very weird. Yeah. It's very strange. Have you always been that way? were you that yeah, way as a child? Smell. Man. Yeah, the smell. I can't do the smell. My six-year-old um, is anti-peanut butter for what it's worth. He does not yeah, care. Okay. I'm not like I'm not like I'm not allergic to it. I just the smell bothers me. Um so that just is grossing me. I like mayonnaise, but never had mayonnaise and peanut butter together. And then you add the bacon. It just it sounds like you're in for a tough day. So good luck today. I'm just gonna be honest with you, of all of the sandwiches so far, this is not the worst. Well, this is you only not had the, the mayonnaise bites just now, right? Um, no, I had a little bit of everything in there. A little bit of everything. All right, Jeff Schwartz, what can we plug for you? Uh, uh, social uh, media. Yeah, my podcast, Jeff Schwartz is smarter than you. Um, and uh, lots of lots of Browns uh, talk last week. Your fans will enjoy my take on Baker Mayfield, I have a feeling. Is, mm. is, uh, mm. I'd imagine they're not, uh, they're not Browns fans. Really no, not at all. Um, yeah. right. At Jeff Schwartz on Twitter is how you follow him. Jeff, always appreciate you, my friend. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Let's do it again soon, all right? Sounds good, guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you, buddy. Jeff Schwartz. Hmm. I um. I have to um. I have to urinate. Not allowed. That's the birch beer. You didn't even have that much of it. I had more. Kyle, I don't. I don't. I don't consume anything in the morning. Like I have. I have coffee. That's about it. I know. I have a banana. I had a sandwich. I, tasty. I have a banana every morning. I had a nice. Ba- I had a sandwich just now. I don't consume soda ever. Ever. This is um. I don't think soda makes you pee more than other liquid. It does. I don't think. It I does. remember it. It did. Beer does. Maybe it's just the amount that you consume now. Yeah, I think that's about what it. it is. Yeah, it might be People it. have tried to dispute the idea that there's breaking a seal when it comes to beer, but I think you just drink the volume is the deal there. But I still don't know if I believe it. Oh. Oh. How was that? Not great. No. The no, pickle not didn't great. help? The pickle actually did cut it a little bit. I'm telling you, of all the sandwiches so far, this one's been the most powerful. I'm looking forward to the boiled egg one. That's what we're, that's the closing. Yeah. As um, Mariano Rivera, of the yeah, whole, correct. That's yeah. our that's our Tyler Wells, the future super shark closer for the Baltimore Orioles. Glenn's suffering is brought to you by the Toyota Highlander. Whether your focus is luxury, stuck on the roof of my mouth yeah, now. Good. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. I'm going to have to potty. And that's going to be a situation that's going to occur. that means we're taking a break, huh? Yeah, well, no, I just figured you got like a bottle or something you can bring me? Yeah, birch beer. No, I'm not going to, I'm still drinking. I'm still using that bottle. Um, there was a story of that. What, are you all right? Everything okay? Hot, oh, hot cheap? my. What happened? Oh, my. What happened? A little too much mayonnaise? Does the word trigger you now? Like, the saying mayonnaise, mayonnaise, does it make you think about what you've been eating? It's just too much of all of it. It's the amount of food. I don't eat this much food. It's... What do you mean? I'm very hot. Is there, can we turn the fan up, please? 
I don't know what I think it's on like white well, noise well, it's right going now. Let's, menopause right yeah, now. Let's bump let's bump it up to like you know wind tunnel or something like that. Whatever the next setting is on the fan. Mayonnaise yeah. setting. <sighs> Thank you. You're, Thank you're you. Welcome. But you're on your life's on mayonnaise setting right now. I've been trying to do these in four bites because I just like you get it over with. You yeah, know what I mean? I don't know if that's the way to do it though. And it's not helping. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt about that. How's the bacon? Is it good? Bacon's quite good. Yeah. When did you, you fry up the bacon last night, Tim? No, he did it this morning. It's quite good. It's quite good. It's a, uh, the bacon's pleasant. I would imagine. I'm telling you, of this, if I had to power rank them, this is the most palatable of the sandwiches. Is the first so one the worst one? Um, Arguable. I think it's also the one that had the most. I think he put the most peanut butter and mayonnaise on I the I think first we one. need to re-enact uh, that volume. Yeah, it was really I want there to be an uh, overwhelming amount of mayonnaise. That's kind of what I'm going for here. That's what I was counting for. When, oh, I, when I brought oh. you aboard, there's plenty of mayonnaise. You're making it really. There's plenty a, of mayonnaise there. Plenty of it. I assure you. Really had to dive into that bite there. I'm trying to. I'm falling behind pace. I was doing one every 20 minutes. You're and a little behind. I'm a little behind. That. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you come up with that math? All right. Grab a, and I got to pee. Well, I can push. You can wait until we have an interview. Yeah, we know. Pull the curtain back. Uh, yeah, we pre-recorded with Jack Collinsworth yeah. so that I would have time to go yeah. perish if necessary. Did you do uh, young Utes? You got young Utes for today. Jordan's got young Utes. Did you do a Kyle in the kitchen? I can. I kind of think we should do Tim in the kitchen, if I'm being honest. We with might you. be able to we do might that. Be, might do that instead. All right. Um, do we do a read? I did. Toyota. Great. Glad to hear it. I mean, come back in. Young Utes. That's next. Flying Clock Radio. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification? CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition-free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. It's back to school time, and to help you get educated on Window Nation, they're offering a scholarship for higher savings during Window Nation's back-to-school sale. Right now, get two free windows for every two you buy, wood or vinyl styles, buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 24 months. That's like a free ride until 2023. With all the money you'll be saving, you can use it towards your kids' books, clothes, backpacks, shoes, or even treat yourself. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Bear Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the fresh food fest, beer, wine, and spirits, 
Spirit Showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number five. I love you more than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second-chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than snowballs, but not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Nothing but net. And fine, do a read. I don't care. Today's show is brought to you by the stand, the Fan Show, and the Variety Hour. The Variety Hour, of course, on Mondays and Wednesday nights. On Monday nights, Stan and Ross Grimsley chat with a different guest from the world of baseball. This past Monday was Scott McGregor, and on Wednesdays, Stan and Gary Stein chat with a different newsmaker from the world of sports that took this week off due to the Jewish holiday. But both shows are live at Facebook.com/slash/PressBoxSports and available the next day at PressBoxOnline.com. Stan's weekly shows are brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Find them at C3America.com and call C3 American Exteriors to get roof and siding repairs for the cost of your home insurance deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 at 410-401-9797 or go to C3America.com for a free analysis. So a couple of things. One, um, Stan and uh, Ross will be chatting with the spaceman Bill Lee on Monday night. And then uh, next Wednesday, Stan and Gary are going to chat with the Wizards GM, Tommy Shepard. So some good shows coming up next week. All right. Um, John Proctor's uh, garbage. He's just a garbage human. He's a terrible person. Um, uh, How was that? I got to keep remembering I'm supposed to do that in the microphone. How you feeling, buddy? Not good. What's the worst part of your feelings right now, other than your spirit? It's the hot. I, I'm very hot. I'm very hot. I, this is also where, like, I, I, I get a little nervous because, like, I get the old syncope thing going on, right? Like, I don't want to pass out. Like, that would not be great. I don't want to have... Well, it would be decent radio. Yeah, I don't want to have seizures. That would not be uh, well, ideal. Well, that would be worse radio. Yeah, that wouldn't be ideal. That would cause some problems. So I get a little bit nervous. I'm not feeling... I don't feeling... think mayonnaise is what they warn you about for that, though. Uh, no, they warn me a lot about a lot of things. There's a lot of things that are on that list. Um... Anyway, so like a leader of birch beer. John Proctor is the type that whenever we do anything like this, he's like, I could do this. It's not even I think all it was that John bad. John from Little Rock. Oh, it was John from Little Rock. Who said, who said that, that about the sandwiches for what it's worth. Well, John Proctor's still garbage, yeah. and I'm going to take the chance to, to say that about him. We uh, uh, lost a fantasy football bet once that uh, required me to consume a Carolina Reaper pepper, and um, we were given two. You'd still rather do that than this, probably. Right? Oh, 100%. So because of that, I was like, well, I'll bring some milk and I'll bring some peanut butter, right? Like, I'll just, I'll be prepared for yeah, how to sure. handle Because those are the things I tell you to do. Fatty oils and uh, and milk when you consume something like that. Milk is sort of like mayonnaise. Thank you, pal. Um, God. Same color. So, so I consumed the Carolina Reaper and it is, it is hurting me. I am in a bad place, man. Like, I am just not okay. Did you do the whole thing? Seeds yeah. and all? Oh, I down, oh, did I ever. I down the thing. I think I had two full quarts of milk that I went through. I like finished this jar of peanut butter. I mean, it was. I I probably I still was, didn't work. I was in a. I was still pained. Yeah. I mean, I was still seriously in pain. How was the next? So Proctor and our and our buddy uh, our buddy Tim, they're uh, they're like, I bet you're. It's not that bad, you know what I mean? Like they think that I'm, I'm. Uh, Even just a little nibble of that is enough to. So they decide they're gonna share the other yeah. Carolina Reaper. Still gonna hurt you. And what do you think happened? They threw up. They were crying. 
they were I watched well, you them drank all the both. Milk. I did. Yeah. I consumed all of the milk. There was no <laughs> milk there to help them. I watched them both cry. Legitimate actual tears because of this Carolina Reaper paper. Holding over the there was a balcony where we were at our friend McLovin's. Uh, he's dead now, unfortunately. It's very sad. Oh. Um it's not all that sad, but it's you know, it's sad enough. Um it's not the actor who played McLovin, just the guy that looked like McLovin that we called McLovin. Um and he's just literally hanging over the thing like just it's so I'm like yeah you tough guy now huh tough guy calling me out for what i was dealing with john from little rock bad guy not as bad as john proctor bad in the, like the he says oh, he would love these sandwiches yeah you're, stop it john from little rock he said stop he did it. say specifically man up glenn is that what he said yeah, it in seems Facebook comments, you can look at it god it seems unlike him all right uh, oh, do we have another? I'm four down. Are we? What's the next one, um, Tim? What's the next one that we're? Oh God! This looks like uh, this looks like it should have cottage cheese on it instead of mayonnaise. If it was cottage cheese, pineapple, that would be a that would be a wonderful way to spend my morning. That's not the case. Mayonnaise, pineapple, a dollop of peanut butter, and a maraschino cherry is what we're looking at now. Did you get a picture? I think this is Jordan? probably best because. There's no escape the mayonnaise. You can't really get away from it here. No, it's everywhere. It's truly. And there's really everywhere. no respite of, of peanut butter. No, there's really none of that. All right, there we go. How's that gonna feel? Have you practiced your whistling? I mean, I can do it. I, I don't need, need to practice. I might need you to whistle here. Well, I'm gonna watch you eat this first. Uh. Nope. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Feels like he hates that one the most. There's so much mayonnaise, and it's not cut nearly enough. I was looking forward to that part of it. It's just a, a yeah. whole ball of mayonnaise. At least you got some fruit with your mayonnaise. No, it's not enough. Oh. What, not good? <laughs> <laughs> Why do people eat mayonnaise? It's so bad. They don't generally do it the way you're doing it. All right, go to, get to the whistling. <laughs> A better whistler than yeah, you. Nah, yeah, you're okay. Oh, uh, Nick Kelly went to uh, Glory Days Grill today. Yeah, yeah, you're probably having a much better day than I am, Nick Kelly. Tell me what you got, though. I want to know. Oh, oh, Jesus. Feeling good? Nope. Um, Young Utes is brought to you today by, how about this one's brought to you by the Tyus Bowser Show. Tuesday night, we'll be at Mother's Peninsula Grill in Arnold with Tyus Bowser and his special guest. Uh, you can come... You can come join us. Hopefully me. Can't promise. Hopefully me. Definitely Tyus. He'll definitely be there. Come join us Tuesday night, Mother's Peninsula Grill in Arnold. Um, We'll be telling telling you about his special guest here in the next couple days. Looking forward to that. It's all brought to you by Express Exterior Design, as well as Grade 8's memorabilia and Pressbox. You can meet Tyus Bowser Tuesday night, Mother's Peninsula Grill in Arnold. Find out more. Pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. All right. What's happening in the world of the, the young all right, so first off, everyone knows Nicki Minaj. I'm familiar yeah, with her. Their cousin's, cousin's friend's testicles. I'm very yes. concerned about those. Yeah, so that was just the first one, but that one's been. Oh, that's it? The, that was all, that uh, was all you had? Was no, just, no, 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 no. No, but like there was the, no, there was no follow up to it. We haven't. Well, has so, anybody gone down to try to seek out Nicki Minaj? That's the question that I have. Has a reporter. Well, there was a. Um, like, we know that the story is bull ass, but like, shouldn't a reporter go find. Like how I think funny Tucker would Carlson it? Tucker Carlson said something about like, and Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend. 
if you'd like to, we'd like to get in touch this with you. This is your Tucker Carlson? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> we'd like to get in touch with you. If you could reach out to us, we will. I would just, I would like for someone to start doing the work on this. And I think it would actually be hilarious if we find out there's a situation related to the Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's testicles. Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend. You're working on, you're if really, you're, you're spending a lot of time on your Tucker Carlson, man. We're in touch with us. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah, it was better than the first one, though, right? I don't know. It was a little. That time it felt a little man. Better than your sandwiches. Definitely better than my sandwiches, Tucker. No question about that. Nice tie you're wearing today. That's lovely you, bow tie. You. And people were protesting. I believe it was in Nicki Minaj's cousin's testicles. Yes, they were protesting. Now, are these the Nicki Minaj fans or the Trinidad and Tobago as a whole? The fans. I believe it's Tobago. Oh, it's a yeah. Tobagin in Tobago. 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 I believe so. Okay. But yes, her fans were protesting. You're holding the mic wrong, Jordan. Just talk. Just talk into that. Yeah, 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 yeah you you're go. good. You're sure. good. Yeah. Her fans were protesting and saying that people should not be getting the vaccine because it can lead to the swelling of testicles. So were they, were they like? Pro- what, you mean they were like gathering together to protest, yes. or that where? Where they, do they gather together to protest? They had a chant about. There's Fauci. plenty of places to get the vaccine. The, so. I'm saying specifically Nicki Minaj fans. There, are quite the. Herd. Oh, I know. Yeah. Where did they what gather? They're called barbs, right? Something like that. I think that's what their name is. You're gonna have to tell me. I believe one. it is. I don't. I do not know the answer. To this it was question. outside the CDC headquarters, which is in Nikki, Maryland, right? It might be in or I Atlanta. believe Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Walking right. Dead. I remember that. All right. So Nicki Minaj's fans all go get together, and they're chanting "Justice for Nicki's cousin's friend's balls." Or so like, what are they chanting? I found the chant. On that's a that's was an it catchy. Un- yeah. That's an other. Yeah. Right. I would like to know if yeah. it's just like fire Fauci. That's the, boring. You can do better than that. The chant was, Nicki Minaj told me the truth. Fauci lied to me. Not very catchy. Yeah, that's not not, catchy at all. Also very vague. She could have just said, like, had a good sandwich for lunch today. That would be the truth. Well, we don't know that that would be the truth, but it could be the truth. Rich, you better have a good sandwich. If you're going to do this, I think you need to be more clever about it. I uh, threw in a hashtag, RIP Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's testicles. Balls, something like that. I think they're still alive. It's just they're not. But the ball are the testicles still alive? Do they're we know just, that? They're swollen. But they, he lost his marriage over it. Yeah. But that's not. She the left same. him. His life might not be alive. Well, I feel you got to feel pretty dead at this point. I mean, your balls don't work. Your your woman left you. I don't think we are considering the possibility of this being true enough. Not well, necessarily it's related to his, right, yeah. no, not necessarily related to COVID, but that, like the, the man actually could have had a testicle he problem had an STD. that led to his, the dissolution of his any, marriage. Look, I've watched the Chappelle Show, Knee High Park. They don't. There's not exactly an STD that make your balls swollen. I don't. Is not, there? I. I got to be honest with you. Not an expert not on the this ones subject. You've gotten, at least. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. My testicles. Yeah. Are, I want this to be on the record. I don't know if we do. We still keep the record. Yeah. Sort of. What are you guaranteeing? My testicles. <laughs> Are fine, are are absolutely average in every well, you way. Might get a lawsuit against Big Mayo after this. I'll, we're gonna see what happens to my testicles after this morning. We're gonna see what that. That's what you call me. your testicles. Yeah, Big Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Get on to the next one. <laughs> the next one is there is a new challenge on TikTok called the Devious Licks Challenge. I, I don't know where we're going with this, but I don't think I like it. So Related to Nicki Minaj's cousin? <laughs> so what, what devious licks means is simply it's another way to say stealing something. But it's invading uh, like the... I just hit a lick kind yes. of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly, exactly. Way too much mail! No. Way too much! No, just right. <laughs> oh, my God! Just right. You all right there, bud? 
No! Mayo sucks! <laughs> when oh. you are offered anything with mayonnaise in the future, is it just a hard no no matter what? I, I, I was a hard no before You don't this. put it on a burger? It's delicious no. on a burger. Great on a burger. My wife does that. And then like, she'll be like, do you want the rest of my burger? I'll be like, I'd rather die. Great on a burger. No, it's not. It is. Get to the... <laughs> what about a BLT? It's the only argument that you can make for mayonnaise, but you can still do better. You can do... Um, just going to get a dry BLT in the future? Oh, I would rather have like um, like a pesto aioli. You know, I'd rather do something like that. It cuts the taste. Aioli is mayonnaise. I understand it's a mayonnaise base, but it gets rid of the mayonnaise taste. Devious licks. <sighs> These are some devious licks. <laughs> what, so what do they do? So, they're just going and stealing yes. stuff. <laughs> so so they're just committing <laughs> crimes. <laughs> video. So the trend is to do it in public schools or private schools, I suppose. And people have posted videos of themselves stealing an array of objects, which include those fat microscopes that you see in your chem labs. Those are expensive, I think. People have ripped down school fire alarms. It's not even stealing anything. They have taken speed limit signs. And so what this has led to is schools are starting to put sanctions on when students can go to the bathroom. Isn't be that a, always the case, be though? students have tried to steal bathroom doors, doorknobs, sinks, paper towel dispensers. Well, the door one would impress you, me. You name it. You said sinks? But you're doing sinks. it on TikTok. Sinks. Like disabling the sink and walking out with it. Like there, there were students who, that's impressive, there, really. there were students who got into the basement of their school, underneath the school, okay. filmed stole themselves, the boiler. and yeah. were just looking for things to steal. It in the odd. basement. Right. Why they are broadcasting it though, right? Yes. Okay. A couple it's thoughts. Not smart. A couple thoughts here. One, you're getting in trouble, right? Like you're going I, to get expelled so. if you go so. disable the sink well, at your school. Well, they've left quite the paper trail. Yeah. I mean, like, what are you doing? I, th- okay. So kids are stupid. That's a whole different conversation. Um, did you ever go through a stealing phase in your life? Yeah. Okay. Um, baseball cards when I was a kid it was a real like. My, my mother caught on because I'd be so excited about opening the pack of cards, right? Like, because she'd like buy me a pack of mm-hmm. cards. And then I'd be like, oh, look at my pocket. I found another pack of cards. Where did those come Impressive from, work. right? Because I was so excited about opening the cards. You couldn't wait. That I couldn't wait until like we got home so that I wouldn't get caught yeah. stealing the cards at the store. I probably stole. Any good cards come from it? I don't know. I'd have to go back and take a look. I probably stole 40 or 50 packs of cards when I was eight years old. I mean, it was that was a real problem. What year was that? Was it 91? Um, if, if the uh, fine folks... Who was folks, a rookie in 91? I might have put... Uh, I don't know. Who was a rookie in 91? That's a good question. I got to think about that for a second. I know who MVP was in 91. Canseco was 89, Cal Ripken. right? Cal Ripken was MVP of the American League in 91. Um, so... You all right, bud? Griffey was around then, wasn't he? Uh, it would have been around then, yeah. yeah. So I had the baseball card thing, and then when I was uh, in college, I don't know why, but we were being competitive about stealing um, orange cones. Yes. That's not even yes. useful. No, it did nothing. I was giving them to people. I would be like, somebody would come over and be like, here, I got a gift for you. But we, like, me and a buddy had a competition going about who could steal the most orange cones on campus. Don't ask me. Do why. anything with them? Did you? No, nothing. There was no point you, to you it can, whatsoever. You can put them on display, and if people sign them, like a who, uh, who would sign them? 
I know lots think of people. John Mulaney is up. coming. Stop by the apartment. And you <laughs> you have all your friends come over and everyone signs the cone. What is the point of that? It's never. You're oh, just gonna throw just it away. Nice. It's not. No, oh. you keep it. You keep it. I stole it's a, a uh, road work sign. Little Jordan. That just said bump. Okay, I kind of like yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know why, but there was uh, my parents' church had a a sign. Up, it was like over a parking spot. It said parking for fir- or it said for first time visitors only. And so I hung that over my bed at one point, right? And like people got a chuckle out of it. And then legitimately a girl came over like, what is that? And I was like, it's from church. <laughs> it was, uh, that was, that, was get a, you now. that was a wacky bit. Um, I had a, I didn't really steal it. I had a girl who, okay, so at one point my, uh, when, I was, when we were in high school, uh, my best friend moved in with us. It was like a thing. His parents were moving. Yeah. And he was going to finish school here. And so he just moved in with us because my parents loved, it was a whole, loved the guy. So uh, we had bunk beds. We had bunk beds. Plenty of room for activities. Plenty of room for activities. Yeah. We became best friends. Um, you don't not get yeah. Randy Jackson's autograph. Everybody knows that. So um, at, he was dating a gal named Lisa. And Weren't we all? Right. <laughs> if we, if yeah. you know Lisa. No, no, no. I love Lisa. Love her. Um, he was dating a gal named Lisa, and I I wasn't dating a girl, but I had a regular visitor that was coming over. And at one point, I don't know why, she decided to hang her bra up on like the bars of the top bunk. I had the bottom bunk, but like a weight thing, right? I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. But like, she literally like like left. Talking it about there. you having the bottom bunk. Oh yeah, probably. Yes, yes. that was probably related to my weight. Yes, one hundred percent. So um. So he came back. I didn't steal the bra. She left it there. I stand by that. Yeah, right. I don't know why I thought of this story as we were, because it wasn't a theft. I did not do that. It's yours now. That's it, true. Yeah, it's now I do with it what I want. <laughs> um, he came back and, and appara- you needed it. And apparently, Lisa had the exact same bra as this young lady did, and he w- thought maybe there were some shenanigans afoot. Ooh. He thought that maybe there had been some hijinks that had occurred. Sure. And it was quite awkward, like. Because he didn't know how to address the topic. Because we were legitimately best friends. Mm-hmm. So, like, the idea that I would have committed some sort of... Uh, Adulterous act. Uh, yeah. Correct. Yes. With his girlfriend would have been beyond treasonous. Sure. I mean, it, it would have been, you know... Ladies, I, men that you were. Correct. Course, right. Yes. Everybody knows that about <laughs> me. And so he didn't even know how to broach the subject. I mean, it was so, it was so you know, taboo, this concept that we were considering. And so, like, finally... He just like gets in front of. I think maybe I think maybe he'd been doing some drinking. Mm. He comes back and he like gets in my face and he's like, "Do you think that was funny with Lisa's bra?" I'm like, "What the? What are you talking about, Lisa?" Like probably. Like what in the world are you talking? And he was ready to fight me. Like he was. It was like the scene, man. We had to be separated. The whole thing. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, we're, there's a lot of bros being thrown around, right? Because you know how that goes when you get in those situations. Sure. Everybody just starts saying, bro. It's man's ear. He's like, he's like, he's like, I know you didn't, you know, boinker, because that's, yeah, that's, that's what, what all say. kids say. Yeah. Like, I know you didn't boinker, but you just thought it'd be funny if you tried to make me think that you did. I'm like, dude, what the? You know, like, we're all, like, everybody's blowing. It's, it's, we're taking our shirts off for no reason whatsoever. Like, it's just a whole situation. And then finally, someone steps in and is like, what? Like, tries to calm him down. They're like, what? Just explain what the actual problem is. He's like, he hung Lisa's bra up on his bed thinking that was funny. And I'm like, and, you know, that was the end of it. That was just how the story ends, right? Like, I'm like, no, that's not what occurred. And like, okay, can we go play 
you know, Gran Turismo or whatever we were playing at the time now? Can we just go back to being friends? There were a lot of bros being thrown around in that moment. Don't know how I got to that story because I didn't lick, steal it. Yeah. I guess it's time for me to go back uh, to yeah, eating the sandwich. I killed a few minutes there. How are you go feeling ahead. over there? Not good. <laughs> one more sandwich to go, though. This one the worst? Uh, this one has been either this one or the first one were the worst. They were, they were both very bad. Yes, go ahead. Yes. But yes, they are... Oh, he's getting the eggs. Re- oh, God. <laughs> they... Yes, they, they are br- breaking sinks because a principal at Wakefield High School in Phoenix ah. said, if paper towel dispensers are being removed, we will not be replacing them. Well, that's not a if, sink. If sinks are being oh, okay. broken, it will take a long time to fix them. Great quote. Great quote. I think, that, it's, um, I think he's doing that thing that your parents do, like reverse psychology. You're only hurting yourself. Right. Yeah. I think that's what he's doing, yeah. right? Like, he's acting like high schoolers wash their hands, though. That's a good point, too, actually. <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, damn it. God. Yeah. But apparently, the school is making one set time that the entire school can use the bathroom. I thought you were going to say they can dig and steal stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's <yeah>. like the <laughs> purge or something. <laughs> a great idea. <laughs> that would be phenomenal. All right. All right. Yes, that, is, that is... Hey, you want to steal? You get in here early? <laughs> we'll give you... I'm seven to seven fifteen. You steal everything you like. Cameras are off. Come back on. Sharp. Quickly, little Jordan. Number three. That was Devious Licks. The last one, number three. A Texas lawyer, specifically Gavelston, was fined after he was found. Gavelston? Gavelston. Gavelston. Because it'd be be better if it was Gavelston since he was a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. The cops fined him because he was strolling the beach as Michael Myers with a bloody knife yeah, right before the storms hit. I saw that too. I, I got two questions. One, was he trying to make a statement of some sort? Like, So he actually said, let me find his, don't want to be. Yes. that fad when people he, were standing around his what clowns? Is he, what, what, yeah. what is that going on top of that sandwich? Oh, yeah. oh those are the onions. All right. Are they red like, or are they uh, white? The red onions. Okay. Oh, God. So he said, the the attorney said, he wanted to bring positive vibes to the gloom and doom out there, generate generate some laughter, help people crack a smile, and restore faith in humanity through humor. Okay, now here's my question. Could address a little funnier. Here's my second question. What is illegal about this? Is it real blood? I no, I don't think so. What is? I, I wouldn't imagine. What is the part where I can't imagine? You're not allowed to go dress up as Michael Myers on the beach. I don't understand that part. Maybe you're not allowed to be on the beach. He, 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 he was a, arrested for disorderly conduct because someone called the police scared. I, that's a stretch. I think that's a stretch, man. Like people go out in costumes all the time. I just don't think it was the best way to. I don't think it accomplished his goal. No, <laughs> I, I think it didn't do that. Yeah. But like, man. It, you see what the kids dressed up when I was in high school? Like, they were all dressed up like Marilyn Manson. Turns out, not the nicest guy in the world. Like, which is which is alarming considering at the sure, time sure. he was a, 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 a star of a children's yes, show. Yes. He was you saw him on PBS. Um, turns out, not the swell guy we all thought, the role model type that we all thought he was. They didn't get arrested for that. Like, I don't really understand what you're getting arrested for, if I'm being completely honest with you. Disturbing the peace, DTP. Oh, you know? it's a ludicrous situation <laughs> is what you're saying. It's yeah. a Chris Bridges uh, ordeal. I smell the onions. Oh, God. I was no. like, who has body odor right now well, going on? <laughs> well, I've got a lot of sweats, so it might be me, too. All right, little Jordan, very well done. That's Young Utes. Uh, we do it every Friday here on the program. <sighs> when we come back in, we still need to talk to Jack Collinsworth. 
Maybe Kyle in the kitchen. I still have one more well, sandwich. Push that. Mike, push yeah. it. I still have one more sandwich to consume, and I got to do a little Vanessa Carlton. And then it's all done, and then it's all paid off. I got to get out of here at a certain point because I'm going up to the beach for the. Oh yeah, party. did you get all your beer? I got some. Okay. Yeah. There's no 30s in many, many places anymore. I feel like they're going away from the 30 model. You gotta get what two they? 18s now. Oh, who? Yeah. That's unacceptable. Is that, is, that, is that the thing now? Yeah. They, they, it, 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 it is insanely difficult to find a 30 rack. How anywhere. am I supposed to? How am about? I supposed to impregnate myself now? Jesus. Well, I don't care about this. Inverse fetalization. Oh, is that? Does that work? Yeah. All right. I'll work into that. In, Glenn, vi- in vitro. It's Glenn, it's Glenn Clark Radio. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser show. The next Taz Bowser show is Tuesday, September 21st at Mother's Peninsula Grill in Arnold. It's all brought to you by Press box express exterior design and grade eights memorabilia it's back to school time and to help you get educated on window nation they're offering a scholarship for higher savings during window nation's back to school sale right now get two free windows for every two you buy wood or vinyl styles buy four get four free there's no limit get an a plus in savings and pay zero percent interest for 24 months that's like a free ride until 2023 with all the money you'll be saving, you can use it towards your kids' books, clothes, backpacks, shoes, or even treat yourself. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. I love you more than rock and roll. I love you more than a swimming hole. I love you more than pinball, but not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than gumballs, but not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. I love driving my tractor trailer. And just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The latest issue of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka profiles Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey, who may well be the Ravens' next true defensive superstar in the lineage of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs. Also inside, we introduce you to Maryland Navy, Towson, and Morgan State football players and everything you need to know for football betting as it launches in Maryland. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You are out. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. Back in here on GCR. So this is the piece de resistance. This is uh, Tim from Bel Air's uh, finest work. Pungent smells. Oh, boy, is it ever. It is wafting. The final sandwich of the day. 
peanut butter, mayonnaise, boiled eggs, salami. What kind of salami is it? It's Genoa, I believe. Soprasana. Soprasana. Ooh. And And suddenly Glenn's excited. And uh, some uh, red onion. And I'm really not sure, like, either side of this is going to be good. No. No, not a chance. But I actually think the peanut butter one might be worse for what it's worth. You might be right about that, actually, with the salami and the egg. You might be right about it. I'll try to go down the middle so I get a little bit of everything. Yeah, make it count. All right. Here we go. This is this is. Be careful. You got to do a strong bite to get the salami not all the way, you know? See? You got all the salami. Oh, oh, I'm saying like of that one whole hunk. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's weird about this one? You love it? No. There's so much going on. That you don't taste the peanut butter and mayonnaise. That like n- nothing stands out. Like, there's just so much happening in my mouth right now. It's like a, I'm not going to orgy. <laughs> Sounds like you kind of like it. Uh, no. <laughs> but you know how like, people like a Hefeweizen? I don't. I don't either. Yeah. But people like it. I think it's a little different than this. Hey, the problem with a Hefeweizen is like you eat a or you, you eat a Hefeweizen. Yes. You're like, what am I supposed to cling to here? There's so much happening. I feel the same way about this. There is so much going on. I don't. I don't know how to describe it. I. I just, so you love it. I love it. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. gotta, hey, can you make three more? <laughs> oh, I forgot to get through this one. All right. How full um, are you? Very. I mean, I've been full for an hour. I was full after the second sandwich. Uh oh, chaser wasn't great on that. What was that? It just hit you. How was that? What happened? Describe it. I think it was a pepper in the salami. Yeah. It bit me, man. It bit me. How's um, the boiled egg treating you? Not great. Texturally. Um, it doesn't add anything. It's just. This is a very bad sandwich, my friend. This I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Why don't you do, um, I'm going to attempt to finish this. Why don't you do tidbit? All right. I'll do it. What's it got to be brought to you? Tidbit of the day is brought to you by the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, of course, Sunday night, big game. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. That was gross sounding. So, of course, the Ravens facing the Chiefs Sunday night. Reason to be optimistic has to do with the fact that the Ravens are generally very good at home in primetime games. How good? Well, uh-oh. Since John Harbaugh took over, they are 15-2 and two at home in primetime games since 2008. That's pretty impressive. They have not succeeded against the Chiefs, though, when they've played them with Mahomes at quarterback, uh, especially with, as Jeff Schwartz uh, I, mentioned, their style of defense. I don't, I don't remember. I know, I know the one was the, um, the Steelers game where Joe Flacco threw it to Ed Dixon's feet on fourth and two. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the other one was. Yeah, nor do I. Uh, Mahomes against the Ravens blitz in three games since 2018 is 48 for 63 for 554 yards, six touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Glenn might throw up right now. A passer rating of 134.0 and in 64 dropbacks has been sacked one time. So it hasn't worked all that well when they've brought the blitz against Pat Mahomes. 
One thing that has worked for the Ravens since 2005 is running the football. No surprise there. They actually rank tied for third since 2005 for the most 1,000-yard rushers in a single season since 2005 with 10 tied with the Bears and the Vikings. Only the Rams and Titans have had more 1,000-yard rushers since 2005 than have the Baltimore Ravens. However, that's not what I question it for you is. There are three teams I'm gonna, I'm gonna puke. since 2005 who have had fewer than four 1,000-yard rushers in that span. Washington. No. Dolphins. Uh, but Jordan's Nike's not on. It is not the Dolphins. Uh, uh. Oh, the Patriots. That's a three. Good nice yeah. job, Tim. Three for the Patriots. The Bengals. No. Steelers. The Bra- no. The Browns. No. You're right, Glenn. You sound a little oh, downtrodden. The, the, the Cardinals. The, hmm. No. The Lions. The Cardinals had four for what it's worth. So good guess. The, the Lions have had the fewest. Only one. I mean, they didn't have a hundred yard game in there for the for Lions. Like, um, how many more? The Raiders? There's one more, not the Raiders. The Jag... Oh, no, they had more strength through. No. The Buccaneers? No. The Jets? No. The Bills? No. Just name all the teams, why not? I know, that's what we're doing. The Panthers? Nope. The, um... You say the Raiders? He did, but no. Okay. 49ers? No. The Seahawks? No. The Packers? No. The Bears? No, they had 10, remember? I don't remember. Kyle, I'm barely functioning. Um, the the Giants? Nope. Didn't think so. I don't think it's the Chargers. I don't it's not. Know. Yeah, you said the Broncos. I did. It's not them. I don't think it's the Cowboys. Nope. I don't think it's the Saints. Really? Three. They've had good running backs. Three. For the Saints. They split carries between Deuce um, McAllister and whoever else was with them at that time. Pierre Thomas. Yeah, and largely have been pass-catching running backs in New Orleans in that span. It's very surprising. It is, isn't it? Why I asked the question. There yeah. you go. Uh, tidbit was also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Loop service center and ask for Mobile One. Uh, totally tubular is brought to you by Window Nation, and Window Nation's back-to-school sale is here. And right now, you can get two free windows for every two you buy, and that number doesn't have to be two. It could be any number, and you get that many free. Wood or vinyl styles, buy four. Get four free. There's no limit. Get an A-plus in savings and pay 0% interest for 24 months. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. I don't think I can do it. You can do it. I had a tidbit for you. Yeah, I don't think you can do that, no. I doubt it. Taylor Heineke started last night. That means I'm a little depressed there. Washington has had nine starting quarterbacks Yeah. since 2018. 2018, you say? That's recent. That's very recent. How many, um, hang on a second, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven other teams have had at least five. Some other teams have had at least five starting quarterbacks since 2018. Mm-hmm. The Jets. I was about to say. The they've Jets. had six. The um, Browns. The Browns have not. Yeah, no, they had beat Mayfield the whole time. They had two. Uh, what about the Chargers? Chargers had three. Okay. How about the 
The Cardinals? No. No, they've had... Um, I don't even see them on this. Oh, they S- had three. Since when is this? 2016? 18. 2018? 18. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles? Mm. Nope. They had three. The... Dolphins? How about Dol- the Cowboys? Dolphins have had five. No, the Cowboys have had Dak for a lot of those years. So Dolphins are one. We have the Dolphins. We have the Jets. Cowboys only had four. Yeah. Dolphins, Jets. What about the Panthers? They've had them. Seven. Uh, what about... Broncos? Seven. Broncos, Panthers, Jets, Dolphins. There's one more? Three more. Three more. That's a lot more than one. Um, How about... You all right there, buddy? How you feeling? I'm really... I want to take my shirt off. I'm so hot. Do it. Saints? (laughs) Hell, Winston? No. I don't think Pittsburgh, but I'll say it. No. Um, The Niners. Nope. They've close. They did Mullins and somebody else, and then Garoppolo. It was C.J. Beathard. Um, The Bears. Nope. The Lions. Nope. The... Interesting. One's an obvious one. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Texans. Be. Nope. The... The Rams? Nope. Three. The obvious one. Think about injuries. Think about maybe like a retirement. Brett Favre retired earlier than that. Think about a couple of retirements. Peyton Manning retired earlier than that, Glenn. Okay. The Colts? Wow. A couple of retirements. Andrew Luck and Philip Rivers <laughs> both retired in there. No. Um, mayonnaise. <laughs> the others are the... Uh, all right, so uh, nine for the Washingtons, as you mentioned. Denver, eight. Carolina, seven. Jacksonville, seven. Jets, six. Dolphins, five. Colts, five. And the Bengals with five I as didn't well. name the Bengals, but I thought about it. Injury in there. Joe Burrow last season helped that, too. All right. Um, we're going to do tubular? Yeah, sure. It's up to sing. Oh, God, I don't know. <sighs> All right, tubular. Um, you sound a bit dejected. I'm, it's really starting. To, like I, That bite, it's just it's two bites, really. That, those two bites, that looks like death. Right now. Is this the worst one now? This is definitely the worst one so by it far. So started off all right, and then you've grown to hate it more? Oh, God. What do you hate most about it's it? The, it's too much. It's just too much food. And I've had too much food all day, and now it's too much food on top of it. Like, when I take the bite, it feels like a chore to have to get through consuming all of it. Because like, normally peanut butter and mayonnaise is right, just Right, it just goes light. down yeah. smoothly. Uh, oh, God. Sounds like it tasted good. Birch beer tasting bad now? Even the birch beer is not <laughs> helping any longer. Ah, uh, Orioles, they're playing the Red Sox tonight at 7 on Masson's. Keegan Aiken against I don't know who. Tomorrow it's um, 1 o'clock on Masson. Uh, Zach Lowther and Nick Pavetta. It's also on MLB Network if you're in the Cleveland or the New York market. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock on Masson. Alexander Wells against also I don't know who. Uh, college football, Maryland tonight. Yeah. Against Illinois at 9 o'clock. Tomorrow, big one. North Dakota State and Towson, 6 o'clock on Flow Sports. Morgan State's at Sacred Heart at 1 o'clock. Um, I'll go on ClarkRadio.com. Finally. Here's the yeah, Sunday afternoon, if you want to watch football, CBS locally, Raiders-Steelers at 1, Cowboys-Chargers at 425. That's a good combo of games. 
and uh, 49ers Eagles at one on Fox. Uh, you know what? If you're gonna be home watching football on Sunday, that's a decent little uh, decent little set of games ahead of the Ravens game on Sunday night. Of course, Sun- NBC for Sunday night uh, Chiefs Ravens, and we'll have you for Project Game Day. Uh, I imagine that's my cue. It's as good as you're gonna get today. Uh, non sports Ted Lasso episode streaming now. It's episode ah. nine. Better than Glenn's doing. Uh, Mr. Corman, still a show that's happening on Apple TV. Then was watching that. Oh. On Sunday, PBS has a Muhammad Ali documentary at 8 o'clock. It's round one. I assume that means there will be multiple parts. It is a two-and-a-half-hour soiree, though, so plenty to see in that. Also on Sunday, The Walking Dead continues. For those of you who have stuck around for that, uh, HBO, Scenes from a Marriage, no idea what it is, but it's on. Billions is on Showtime, and realistically, there's stuff and things. Check it all out, glennclarkradio.com, to see it all. Hey, um. What was that? Is he going to go down, you think? Yeah. I'm going to find that out in a second. We're going to find out together. On a scale of 1 to 10, discomfort level. 97. Well, that's not on the scale, but I um, appreciate the, the discomfort that I'm feeling yeah. at the moment. I'm about to take the You still question. have to drink more birch beer, by the way. You're not halfway through yeah. that. So, like, you've got to get at least halfway through that, for what it's worth. There was a ration, but, like, you've slowed down too much now. There we that's going to make you throw up, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the carbonation alone. Uh, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. <laughs> Are you going to eat the rest of the day? No. Oh, we're supposed to go to a restaurant we like tonight, too. Not anymore. Nope. At least you don't like it. Oh, my God. How much more? Well, I'm looking at the shadow. It looks like, and granted, keep in mind the volume at the top, I, not as Tim, high. Tim's an I think you've got to get down, get down to the, the, the sugar level on the nutrition Mark facts. where I have to get down to. You're the, you're the attorney. Eyeball that to get attorney. halfway. Keep in mind, volume at the top, less than the volume in the middle. So Settle down. Don't, no, attorney. it's a little lower than that. That's that's a, I think, an attorney. underneath you the down. H no, on Dutch. You settle down over there. You're an a-hole. He's an attorney. You settle down. No, no, no. No, we're good. That's the mark? And they're not mutually exclusive. I don't know. Right? I don't know. For what it's worth. Yeah. Under, under, under the H. A-holes and attorneys often cross over, Glenn. Sing, then I'll, then I'll finish that. Uh, I don't know why anyone will be watching this show today. I don't know why anyone. Imagine explaining to someone what you're, what you're you know, somebody in your office, like, hey, what you watching over there? Or, hey, <laughs> you're like, somebody commits suicide. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, the other part of my payoff, I already did my sacrifice by Creed, but another very white song celebrating a 20th anniversary. And one of my favorites, if I had to be honest with you. It's a good one. This is uh, A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. It goes out to my high school girlfriend, Gina. I I still think about you. I don't. You know this song, don't you? Everyone knows this song. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. White chicks, right? Staring blankly ahead, just making my way, yeah. making my way through the crowd. And I need you, and I miss you, and now I wonder if I could fall into the sky. 
Do you think time would pass me by? Oh, cause you know I'd walk a thousand miles if I could just see you tonight. Why aren't you getting video of this? This wouldn't be the one that would get me the record deal. It's always times like these when I think of you. Wonder if you ever think of me. Got a little ahead of yourself me. there. Cause everything's so wrong and I don't belong living in your precious memory. Cause I need you and I miss you. And now I wonder if I could fall into the sky. Do you think time would pass me by? Oh, cause you know I'd walk a thousand miles if I could just see you tonight. The spirits are going back up. He's finding joy again. I, I don't want to let you know I, I drown in your memory. I, I don't want to let this go. I, I don't. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. Staring blankly ahead, just making my way, I'm making my way through the crowd. Everybody together. Do, 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 do. And, and I, I need you. Do, 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 do. I miss you. Do, 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 do. And, and now, now I wonder if I could eat. I could fall mayonnaise and peanut butter into sandwiches. the sky. Do you think time? would pass us by oh cause you know i'd walk a thousand miles if i could just see you if i could fall into the sky do you think time would pass me by we'll cause there. you know i'd walk a thousand miles if i could just See you softly. If I could just hold you tonight. Without vomiting, he did it. <sighs> Song really gets me. I think back to Perry Hall Bowling Alley and gal named Amy and Oh wait, what we're doing here? What we, what's going on? Yeah, drink a lot more birch beers what All we're right, doing. That's the big finish. Here we go, the big finish for the day. All that sugar. You're not done yet, by the way. I think I am. I don't think you are. Uh, underneath the H. No, I'm oh, absolutely underneath the H. You are not. You got like a sip left. Oh, st shut the F up. I might not be underneath the D. You're halfway through. <laughs> Always underneath the D. <laughs> you got this, buddy. Proud of you. There. I don't think that's it, by the way. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Underneath the H. I'm looking at it. It's got to be well underneath it. No, not well underneath <laughs> it. You settle down over there. 
I'm chugging over here. That's underneath the H. That's underneath the H. Yes. That is underneath the H. I did it! I am the champion. Your breath probably smells. Oh awful. my God! You want to make out? I don't. No. You I sure? do not. I would ask. I would ask, Jordan, I would ask Jordan, but I don't think you're allowed to do that with interns anymore. <laughs> I think that they, uh, they. Apparently, that's against the rules now. I don't know how that works. Oh God. Feeling good? You proud of me now, Dad? Huh? You proud of me now? Thank you, Tim. Love you, buddy. Tim, what can I not plug for you? Mayonnaise and peanut butter sandwiches. I know. It's, he doesn't want me to plug anything for him. Go follow. Find Tim on Facebook. Timothy Fisher. He's a good man. Uh, give him a follow on there. And you'll like, you'll like the pictures he posts. Uh, uh, Timothy, uh, Timothy Fisher ESQ on Instagram, right? Yeah. That's where you find him right there. Are you legally an Esquire? I didn't know that. I did not know that. Isn't every lawyer an Esquire? Isn't that how that works? Is that how that works? Is it? Oh, I didn't yeah. realize that. I thought you had to, like, it was another group of people. Mm. How do I become a notary public? I kind of want to do that. It's be right, smart. We'll look into that. Yeah. All right, we'll look into that. Okay, we're going to end the day uh, by chatting with Jack Collinsworth. Thank you to those. Why you tuned in today, I don't know. I'm sure it was because you were hoping I was going to die and ha, 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 ha. I'll check back in in a couple hours, see if I perish by then. Um, thank you to. Yeah? Uh, all right, it wasn't. I was nervous about that one. Thank you to Jack Collinsworth, we're about to hear from. Thank you to Jeff Schwartz. Yeah? Thank you to Bo Smolko. We'll get it all. Yeah? We'll get it all up in the greatest hits section of the tab at glennclarkradio.com. You know what I had today? It was pretty good. Well, shut up. Peanut butter and marmalade shut sandwich. Up, shut up. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson's going to join us on Monday, right? He is. I got it. Well, no, that's later in the week, I think. I have it on the schedule as Monday. I believe it was the 26th. Well, you say that, but I had it on the schedule for Monday. So, well, maybe it's not Monday. The 26th would be a Sunday, so it's definitely not the 26th. I'll see exactly what day it is. I mean, I don't know what day it is, but it ain't the 26th. I know that much as a fact. As a fact. Uh, Jeremy Conn, I'm sure. 27th is what it is. So, it's one week from Monday. Yeah. It's not this. It's the following Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good news there. It gives me time to read the book, which I have not done yet. There you go. All right, uh, Jeremy Connell join us as he does uh, every Monday, all that and stuff and things, of course, Indeed. after the uh, Ravens game. Thanks, everybody at Pressbox, all of our great sponsors and partners. I don't have the list in front of me to be able to read them. Kyle, the, bi the binder. The binder, Kyle. The binder. All of our great sponsors, CCBC, Glory Days, Grill Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Exxon Mobil, KNS Automotive, Maryland Lottery, C3 American Exteriors, Great Ace Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, Baltimore Ravens, MDOT, Maryland Five Star, Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation, and your local Toyota dealers in BioToyota. Under, underdog Fantasy Football, too. Um, uh, new episode of Jobbing Out available in podcasts. Um, Bat around tomorrow morning with Paul and Zach. Tend to new mixture there for that. And then Project Game Day on Sunday. Thanks to Lil Jordan. Thanks to um, Tim from Bel Air. Uh, thanks to Kyle, I guess. Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter at Kayottenheimer. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great weekend. Go Ravens. Please go Terps. Go whatever. Whoever. The, the Towson, Morgan, everybody. God, God bless you all. Uh, Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too. We had to do this a little bit earlier on today, but we wrap up the show. Jack Collinsworth from Sunday Night Football uh, right here on GCR. Of course, coming up Sunday night, Ravens-Chiefs here in Baltimore. Obviously, you can watch it on NBC and Peacock if you're not going to be there. Our next guest will be hosting on site from M&T Bank Stadium alongside Rodney Harrison on Sunday. He is Sunday Night Football's Jack Collinsworth, and he's with us here on GCR. Jack, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. 
Glenn, really appreciate you having me, man. This is going to be a one heck of a Sunday night football game for week two. We, All right. are, we are fired up. We've had that, we've had this one circled for a minute now. All right, so so did we here in Baltimore, Jack. But uh, some of that excitement has kind of dissipated this week uh, as mm-hmm. the Ravens uh, decided they did this weird bit against the Raiders where they figured they didn't need to block anyone, and then uh, <laughs> it was made worse because there's a. The injury issue with Ronnie Stanley is probably going to keep him out. Um, I I know this is still Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, and I know they're still likely to be firepower, but do you understand why maybe we're a little bit more apprehensive about things in Baltimore the way the last five days have gone? Uh, I I certainly would. I certainly would, especially if you go watch the way Kansas City played down the home stretch to go beat the Cleveland Browns, too. So that's that's another part of it. I've known Ronnie Stanley for a long time. We went to Notre Dame together right around the same class at Notre Dame. Uh, Hung around him a bunch up there, so I know him well. And how great he was the first handful of years in the league. Then you look at what he did week one. You mentioned his injury, but allowed nine pressures in in week one. If you look back to 2020, he's only played in six games, but allowed six pressures in all of 2020. You go back to 2019, played in 15 games, only allowed 10 pressures the entire season. He allowed nine in week one. So that's not the same Ronnie Stanley. And, you know, it's interesting because we saw Taylor Lewan coming off a serious injury. We saw Ronnie Stanley coming off a serious injury. And both of those guys really struggled. You know, Taylor Lewan was going up against Chandler Jones in Arizona and got dominated. Ronnie Stanley's coming off his injury and got dominated as well. And both teams had really rough days as a result. Uh, There is hope that when Ronnie Stanley does return, presuming he's going to miss time, that that he will be Ronnie Stanley again. And we have every reason Mm -hmm. to believe that he will be Ronnie Stanley again, and that will help solve some problems in Baltimore. In the meantime, the thought is Alejandro Villanueva slides back to left tackle um, he didn't look good at all at right tackle. He no, didn't look good no. at all last season in Pittsburgh. I, I, I'm trying to sell myself on like, hey, maybe he's better at his natural position. Maybe that helps a little bit. But, boy, it's it's hard to think about what it's going to look like with a healthy Frank Clark back on Sunday and Chris Jones and, and how problematic that could be for Baltimore. There's just been just been tough injuries all the way around. I mean, you look at the running back position yep. for the Ravens too. I mean, I'm 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 pulling up your depth chart right now with the PFF grades and the two lowest graded players on your entire offense are your left tackle and Stanley and your right tackle and Villanueva. That's that's usually never a good winning formula. No. Your third lowest grade is in the backfield at the running back position. And so as you're trying to take pressure off of Lamar and make Lamar feel comfortable back there this season's going to be an eternity, right? I mean, this thing is 17 games now before you even get into the playoffs. I don't think you want him taking the kind of hits he took week one on a consistent basis. I mean, A, just in terms of protecting the ball, and B, just in terms of protecting his body. Lamar probably took three or four shots watching that game back that there's no way he can take throughout the course of the season if you want to keep him healthy and you know chasing down this $200 million-plus contract he's after. Well, let's talk about something pleasant, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Unfortunately, unfortunately there's, there's not a lot of that. Jack Collinsworth is with us here on Glenn Clark Radio. Jack, I'm, I'm going to present this. It's a thought that, that I've had this morning. We talked about it a little bit. I, you know, I, I've had people, you know, as you'd imagine, given a, the totality of all this, there's a lot of doom right. and gloom uh, here at the start of football season in Baltimore. And as you point out, we're talking about a 17-game season, right? And 
one game does not a sample size make, and and even two games if it goes the wrong way against the Chiefs on Sunday night, which, you know, if we're being reasonable, it, it looks like it, it might, right? Although it's the NFL, goofy things can happen. Um, that being said, it what jumps out at me is how top-heavy we believe the AFC to be. And, you know, Cleveland looked really good until the fourth quarter. Pittsburgh, I think, looked a lot better than people expected. And it's the conference in general. Is there any danger at all that, you know, we can say, hey, with some time, you get Ronnie Stanley back, you get him going down the road, you know, you get Derek Wolf back into the mix, you get Jimmy Smith back, you can start to, to feel a little bit better, perhaps, about the Ravens. But is there any danger at all that, given the top-heavy nature of the AFC that you might already be in trouble, that even with seven teams making the playoffs, that that you might already be in a significant hole if you don't stabilize in the weeks following the Kansas City game? Well, I think, I think that's real. I, I think it's very early in the season. Even in a 16-game schedule, it's very early. In a 17-game schedule, it's very, very early. So I, I don't I don't think it's reason for panic yet, but you know, it's those are those are two positions that you do worry about: left tackle, right tackle. If you want to look at some of the positive stuff, Hollywood Brown, yeah, played really well. Yeah, grow up. Yep. Uh, Sammy Watkins looks darn good. Mark Andrews, you got to expect gets going. <sighs> That's just a matter of time. Calais Campbell was awesome defensively in the front. Got all kinds of pressure. Thought Houston looked good at times yep. in that game as well. Yep. Um, so, so there is there is reason for positivity, but you mentioned just the the nature of the AFC right now, and I think the nature of it is that bar keeps getting raised. That bar just continues to get raised, and people thought that coming out of this off season, Cleveland was now going to be have the roster to go hang with Kansas City, go beat Kansas City, have the roster to go hang with you know, Tampa Bay, and and the all star team they've created. And we saw Cleveland essentially play a perfect three and a half quarters. It was a perfect three and a half quarters. They were going for it on four down, getting it. Um, they were running the ball well. They were throwing the ball well. They played a perfect game against Kansas City, and they had them. And we watched the game afterwards on the flight home, and we're sitting there we're going, how, how, how did they lose? Right. I mean, how, how the hell did Cleveland find a way to lose this game? And Kansas City's ability to score 14 points or 17 points in a matter of about three minutes is like no football team that I've ever watched. I mean, they just they make it look so casual. 80-yard touchdown, come right back and go right back down the field on you. So I think that the bar continues to get raised. And if you can't go score points almost at will in the way that Kansas City and that Cleveland can – it's going to be a really hard conference to compete in, and that's just that's just what it's become. Jack, I wanted to talk about the Kansas City side of things really quickly because I think some people, with the Ravens not playing until Monday night, a lot of people in town were watching that game. And, right. and, and, and I wondered if the story was that Kansas City was vulnerable or more that the story is, look how well the Browns played and the Chiefs still figured out how to win that football game. Like To me, I, I don't know that it was a sign of vulnerability as much as it was a sign of their dominance, that you can do almost everything right. You can be that good and still not beat the Kansas City Chiefs at this point. I don't think anybody's really cracked that code yet. And, um, you know, Tyree Kill's not a big person, but I think he's one of the top two or three wide receivers in the league. And I don't know that he always gets the attention like he is one of the top two or three wide receivers in the league. And I know you got to do, you got to deal with Travis Kelsey too. But, I mean, he, he demands double coverage. He really does. And the hard thing about playing against Tyreek is that Mahomes can go scramble around for five or six or seven or eight seconds back there by time that other quarterbacks can't buy. 
and Tyreek just keeps running further down the field. I mean, that's what happened in the fourth quarter of that game. Tyreek is just running around down there. You, you hear Mahomes say it. Screw it. Tyreek's down there yep. somewhere. Yep. Right? Now, he and uses a different term, I believe. Going. I believe it's it's and one I that we can't use. Too, yeah, right? we can't use on this show. But, yeah, I think there's a different term. Yeah. I, I didn't know if this was Howard Stern or what. I yeah, didn't want to go crazy. No, I appreciate that, Jack. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, but but that's what they're doing, and and you know what I mean. It's like he could just buy this, all this extra time, and then you're dealing with 53 yards wide and all this space down there that Tyreek is just playing backyard football and creating just enough separation. And when you have a quarterback that can bomb it about 80 yards down the field, it's just a different brand of football. You got to defend these guys for what seems like an eternity. But other than that, this should be easy on Sunday night. Uh, probably a cakewalk. <laughs> hey, man, look, this is the NFL, right? You just We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Any uh, night. Correct. Uh, everybody's overreacting to one week, and, you know, th- there's a lot more to be written, and it might start on Sunday night, obviously, on NBC, uh, with Ravens and Chiefs also available on Peacock. Jack, I know you're also involved with the Notre Dame broadcasts. Um, yeah. there's, there's, of course, Notre Dame fans all over the country. Um, how how panicked should Notre Dame fans be considering how the first couple of the weeks of this season have gone, not just struggling against Toledo, but struggling against a Florida State team that turned around and uh, how, who knows how to explain what happened to them in week two? You're probably, we're probably making life, you know, Notre Dame's making life look easy on uh, there in Baltimore, I would Whew, say. Uh, we got, there's some serious, I mean, the, the one thing, before we even turn the page on Baltimore, and I'll get you to Notre Dame, is that they should have won that game. I mean, that should no, have that's been true, yes. a road win. If you just erase a few plays at the end of the game, I mean, it, it was mayhem down the stretch. Uh, there were so many chances for Baltimore. That, that was their game to win, and they ended up handing it away, so... Before we go too crazy, it's September. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. General is so early on, but let me let me get you to Notre Dame. Um, They just watching that game back in Toledo. They can't they can't protect on the left side of the line, and and they're just getting cones getting hit in in the back of the head. I mean, they're bringing these corner blitzes, and he's never even seeing them, and he's getting hit before he knows what's happening. And uh, through a bad interception, too. They're playing that true freshman and Tyler Buckner, who's coming in and running around. I think he gives some excitement. Uh, one of those guys that can just sort of do everything. He's like a scratch golfer as soon as he picked up a golf club. As soon as he decided to play football, he's unbelievable at that. Basketball player. He's like one of those guys, like a Tony Romo, who can just do whatever when he picks it up. Um, so I do think you're going to see a whole lot more Buckner. Does he know what he's doing back there yet playing quarterback? Hmm. Probably not, but he's such a great athlete that I think Tommy Reese, who's the offensive coordinator up there, will figure out a way to make it easy for him. And they'll score enough points, but who knows? This Purdue game is going to be down to the wire this weekend, I would guess. That's uh, Saturday, 2.30 again, also on NBC and Peacock, and Jack Collinsworth will be a part of that. Uh, Jack, I know it's on Twitter at Jack. That's with no K. J A C Collinsworth. Correct. Is there anything else I can plug for you? It is. Yeah. So my John Abraham Collinsworth is my name, and so just my initials J A C. That's I got. That's how we lost the K. There's a lot of Johns in my family, so you know we had to we had to get past the family dinners without everybody turning their head every time you say. I'm John. sure. I'm sure you've only had to explain that like once a week for your entire life. I'm sure it hasn't <laughs> yeah, been tried. Try once an hour. Yeah, man. correct. Something <laughs> along those lines. Um, Jack, look, man. You know, it's it's going to be. It's still Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes that we're talking about on Sunday night, and 100%. I know it's still going to be an electric atmosphere here in Baltimore. The first game with the full stadium back, like it. 
it, it will still feel that way. Whatever happens from there happens from there, but it's still going to be electric as hell on Sunday night on NBC. I appreciate you taking the time for us this morning, man. Enjoy your trip to town and look forward to doing it again down the road, all right? Glenn, really appreciate you taking some time to hang with me, man. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, enjoy the game Sunday night.